0: Hello! Oh, didn't do the intro bit. Hello, welcome to the Onsport Gamer! I'm your... <laughs> welcome to Warhammer Club! Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Onsport Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Uh, as you can see, a bit of a mess this morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning! Retake. Reshoot. I'm doing none of it, but I'm, I've missed you guys loads. So, what up? What up? Missed you loads. Uh, really excited to be here. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I should tweet that I'm live. I need to do that. Just give me a minute we need an appropriate meme we don't know what it's gonna be I didn't even do that yet oh god okay good morning good morning good morning Warhammer Club is open uh, and then we need uh, uh, what, twitch.tv okay let's do that sorry lads just give give me a second mess my whole day up haven't I the honest wall there we go let's put a funny pickup at the same time what do we need uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, um,
0: something good mm, No, that's too spicy <laughs> let's do that let's do that okay good right what up it's a great day gang i did a thing hello tristan what did you do what did you do good morning good morning good morning uh, you did some painting Tristan let's go what have you done let's go homie nice stuff nice stuff is this gonna be a mega garg are you gonna do, are you bringing the tomb kings back you're doing four mega gargs that's pretty class that's pretty class hello everyone uh hello hello Right, who's in the chat? Let me say hello to everyone. Phil Spriggers, are you coming to an event, Phil Spriggers, in two weeks? crit viewer, uh, what's going on, Kirioth? You're never a mess. I'm always a mess, baby. Shugo, uh, Stabgrot, Lilburn, uh, Jim Conius, Coral Dawn, Gitly, Gitly, Gitly. Printer's update in a second. Give me a second. Uh I swear though, if you tell me that we're still on cruel boys, I'm gonna lose it. We're not doing cruel boys today. Don't worry. Uh King Caligun, good morning. Grimgar, morning, Angels Remillion, sadly, wife, me, kids catch a Rona oh i'm sorry i hope you're well please stay safe uh nice streams over the weekend thank you chenky big love to you um how about some limited edition art prints complete with silver nether kits yes we'll talk about that in a second uh is class an english thing is class an english thing uh, what do you mean number source android do you mean like social classes and yes well it's an everyone thing what well, dolly wears good morning hermanis yo the world didn't explode i know i know Herminis are you okay with me talking about it now because Uh, i don't want you to like we'll see how you feel about it um the english have zero class uh he means your elegance oh all right okay uh the miniature behind me to start the show off is of course this lovely from piper makes look at that absolutely uh gonna get uh printed at some point what's simple here on twitch mean uh some have crystals or whatever i don't know how it works okay uh <laughs> hey first time watching live long time hydro homie oh no what a terrible day to tune in hello elusive sixes hello i hope you're well thanks for being a long time hydro homie uh, stay hydrated uh love you um i think we have better understand ha- uh yeah uh, i yeah i think we have a better understand of now of where we stand that's good uh, just want to say you're a legend for remote castell vo aos finals and a massive thank you from the team of people that made it happen my pleasure, Gorsmith. Uh Like, I don't know if you've watched any of the coverage that we've ever done before um, on the T-Sports Network or the Honest War Gamer, but it's pretty much what we do for a living, um, uh, pretty much. Uh, so everything else is le- always leading up to us doing some live coverage, which is huge. Your live coverage always takes... It's quite nice, actually. You kind of, kind of understood just how many people it roughly took. It took someone in field, at least, and then me as a commentator, at least to make it happen. I was also the tech guy, and then normally there's another guy as well, so... That's a lot. Hey, Steak B, Elvin Peter. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, hello, Dave. Uh, <laughs> just about to finish a pair of Ark of Sotex from my Sheffield slaughter list. I've heard they're the answer to Dragon Spam. They are. That's exactly the correct answer. Um they are. All right, let's start with let's start with uh, everyone saying hello. Good morning. That's the first thing we're gonna do. Say good morning to everyone in the chat. Life update, obviously um uh, i took the weekend off well I, I meant to take the weekend off but then uh we did the lvo live stream which uh like it wasn't so much that we finished too late we finished at maybe like 2 a.m 2:30. uh but the major issue was that i was wired as hell like i was absolutely buzzing like i had a great time i thought it went really well i thought people enjoyed themselves so i didn't get to bed till like i don't know 4 or 4 30 in the morning so that's why i missed yesterday's stream because it was meant to be the stat show where obviously we look at all the event results but truthfully um it would have mean getting like five hours sleep and then doing all the prep and then also another show in the evening like my mondays are normally like 13 14 hour days so i just decided to take the day off so i'm sorry about that um uh, so yeah Uh, i mean i'm not sorry like i needed to sleep uh show last night which was good uh pretty good i some other kind of news really quickly i uh, i spent then yesterday so i did come into work i just didn't do it live which is a little bit more taxing Uh, and i sent out loads of emails to loads of different people because i'm going to be interviewing uh, both the council and the world's Captains, so AOS Worlds is an international team event for obviously the cap uh, for the different national teams from around the world uh, playing uh, in Prague at AOS Worlds. I'll be interviewing the council and then I'll be interviewing all the captains. They won't be online interviews; they'll be offline interviews. That I'm then editing, which is pretty good. Uh, pretty good. I've got um, who? Have, what have I got? Who have I got already lined up? I've got. Uh, I think I've got America's lined up. Uh, definitely, they want to say some spicy things to me about. Uh, well, about a load of different things. Um, uh, like I've got Austria lined up. I've got most of the council lined up. Uh, I'm organising with France, Spain, and Australia right now. So that'll be really good. Um, uh, thank you, uh, her minister. Appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, I was organising that for yesterday, and for someone with ADHD, uh, nightmare. Like I can live stream for like two, like three days straight and it's pretty exhausting but i can do it you asked me to send like 30 emails and i feel like the world is crumbling uh so did that yesterday that was yesterday also put some events at the tsn arena if anyone is interested in coming to play here with me uh there is an event in february so february the 12th of uh well saturday february the 12th and also then uh is it the 12th oh have i got that right it might not be the 12th it might be the 15th one second uh if anyone is interested it is the 12th it is the 12th so if anyone wants to come and play warhammer at the venue with me uh then there you go and then there's also one in march uh so we've got another event in march as well which is the 6th january february march the 6th march the 6th uh so those are two little events they're not massive they're 16 person events so if you're still bothered about like large-scale events and covid and stuff uh they're smaller which i think is like a little bit safer um uh get back on this schedule i will tom whitbrook you've convenient arranged from them when i can't meet either i'm sorry rob for the next phone live stream can we have a player with a gopro live stream in their own games is this a new thing we have a usual live stream then ghetto phone streams on this war game of blues <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, morning stanford gloom spike good morning Uh, Can you backlight the council and digitize their voices when interviewing them for maximum shadow government vibes? I could try. I would quite like to, uh, I've obviously been talking to a lot of the different uh, Agnes, the people who I've mainly been talking to have been Agnes and Quinn. Uh, So call me Quinn, who you see in the chat a lot. Uh, Both of those two people have been outstanding um, in understanding that like, uh, like I'm not the the best at like communicating sometimes, Uh, but that's not because... I don't want to. I just keep it all in my head. Um, anyway, so uh, they've been fantastic. And shout out to any of the captains from the world's teams who have got back to us, uh, which is nice. Um, a weaponized ADHD is the story of my career. Same. blue. same. Uh, I will be there in the fall or in spring. To... Good bobbin. So uh, run some 40k as well, please. I finally painted a damn army. Tom Whitbrook, there is pl- I am planning to have one at the end of January. So there'll be a 40k event here at the TSN Arena uh, in fuck 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 the 26th i think uh 19th or 26th one of those two i think it's the no it's the twenty. no it's not it's one of those two i'll have to get back to you later anyway uh it's already feb you fool oh well then uh hello uh so uh yeah that's the that's the catch up for everyone uh that's what i've been doing um while i've been offline uh which has been quite a bit to be honest uh so setting up events uh organizing interviews so i'm looking forward to the interviews i don't know what you guys uh if you guys are interested uh i quite enjoyed uh having that live stream from when i was over in the us uh because i think i i got to like get to know the people a little bit better which i thought was really really good um i would quite like to go to more international events to get to know those communities better i was speaking with um uh the oh what's his name um uh, the Old Town Throwdown organiser uh, literally this morning. Um, and, I was, and I was saying that it was really good getting to know uh, him and some of the other people. So that would be really good. We might do in the future, we might do some more phone-in live streams, uh, as in phone-in coverage over the next uh, couple of months. I don't know if any of you um, think that's a good idea. I thought it went quite well. So I might try and organise that basically. Um, so there we go. Uh, uh hype for rebels ah oh, phil Sprigger's is good 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 morning Elfrost. frost good morning uh yes if you guys need a link uh, big fan of that game coverage me too me too it actually weirdly went quite well um but it was fast you do have to remember that it was fast so there are some issues with games that would take three hours that could really change up the shape of the game also i was hype right so again covering one game when you're hype pretty easy um like once you get through far like when you get through far that's fast because it was two hours like you you should get to the end of day one you've done two gone to time games so you're looking at three hours with maybe a uh, 30 minute break in between you get tired i gotta shout out uh both adam camilleri and uh uh adam camilleri and um uh, uh the falcon this weekend because i i am gobsmacked that they did every single round of the lvo they must have been fucking exhausted that's the only thing i can describe them as um uh yeah they must have been i, I can't even imagine how tired they were i can't even imagine how tired they were uh okay so that's my update um uh thanks mj if you mj if you have got those links please drop them in the chat all the time so that's where we are uh obviously like huge news as well we covered some of it last night uh tomorrow obviously i missed the age of sigma uh stat center i'll be doing that tomorrow mainly because that's given rob and ziggy the opportunity uh to actually input the stats so tomorrow will be the launch of the 3.1 stats so it'll be the first time uh where we've collated a bunch of data from age of sigma 3.1 so with the new stuff uh so yeah big shout out to ziggy
2: Once again, can you see my team
0: um, uh, more calling commentary uh thank you for resubscribing i will try and do more calling commentary but like it requires someone to give up a lot of time um uh, and shout out to rob in the chat as well i need a rob moat i'm gonna get a rob moat that's what i'm gonna do um i did not label the buttons there were just three i should be able to learn three buttons so um calling to nathan right now <laughs> calling to nathan right now oh no he won't have it on his phone
3: okay 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 i don't think it's gonna work
0: no he's not online sorry sorry it didn't work um uh i did it (laughs) all right anyway anyway um uh, loads to cover loads of stuff happened over the weekend like um, amazing amounts of stuff i think we did a good job covering the timeline yesterday uh the uh the roadmap um and i think it was a good conversation last night about the roadmap if you missed it so you should go back and check that out i think i also covered the itc stuff fairly well um but again if we want to have like another discussion about it today um do you only have it set up to work with skype what about whatsapp or messenger videos okay so an interesting thing about why are use skype so skype has something called NDI so network data interface so um, if you guys are old school photo uh, camera people uh, HDMI is a type of like uh, video output video audio and video sorry uh, there's also something called SDI which is the same thing uh, it's a different cable connection but most importantly you can transfer uh, more data across it uh, there's a company called new tech have produced a uh, kind of a software equivalent called NDI. Uh, so what you're able to do is take an NDI source uh, from anywhere and plug it into anywhere so effectively it's kind of like imagine it's like a website source Uh, now NDI is how we run uh, most of the TSN stuff basically so we have NDI sources from one place and we put them in another place that's how we hack everything together Um, and it works really well Skype has integrated NDI which is quite nice zoom doesn't have or maybe it does now have integrated NDI but WhatsApp obviously doesn't Um, so you can do other things with like screen grabs and other stuff but what's nice about NDI it's very manipulatable uh inside of a, a live setup so it's it's really excellent as a source uh so there we go um uh it's like a different language there we go yeah that's the other stuff that apparently you have to be good at if you're doing warhammer anyway all right let's start with some news let's start up with some uh chill the fuck out dude he just asked <laughs> <laughs> hello rob rob has any eyes that's true hello hello uh <laughs> What's the biggest surprise of the event? I see Nurgle did pretty well. Actually, when you get around to the when we get to the event results tomorrow, you see that Nurgle have done super well. Uh, Nurgle have done really well this weekend. Uh, so I'm going to have to uh, like you know own some humble humble pie uh, and look at the event results and just say look you know they've done pretty well uh, ultimately. So that's going to have to be something that we embrace the NA meta. That is there's also the NA matter, but we'll talk less about that. Uh, um i would say I, I would like to i would really like to discuss uh levon's game which i think is uh which is super fair but let's talk about something that happened over the weekend this is more of a, a local issue for local people but at, so this is lancer chris at the top you've oh, you've seen him before when we've had him on talking about 40k stls and they're able to get now chris as you can see right has got a really nice knight army really nice knight army right um nicely painted okay lovely little job the the secret sauce here is that he's taken a knight lancer in his army here, here you can see but the shields are 3d printed okay all right okay well, rob shut up about 3d printing why is that even a big deal well homies hydro homies and all other folk this is a big deal because he played these at warhammer world He was playing these at Warhammer World. And not only did he play at Warhammer World. uh, Let me just go show you for a second. Uh, He played at Warhammer World. uh, They were okay to let him play them at Warhammer World, which is super nice. And they got a Best Army nominee. There you go. Best Army nominees, which is nice. Because it maybe means Games Workshop aren't going to be quite as severe with 3D printed parts at their own events. uh, Which is pretty nice. Um uh no it's not that they did not notice i think uh chris messaged them beforehand right i'm pretty certain uh so um like that's that's pretty lovely hello the ice man uh so like that's cool that's cool I, I really do hope i really do hope that this is the thing that we see in the future uh like or they don't know what they're doing rob you are correct but uh they're fine with 3d printing uh they just want to make you to make it yourself yeah good to see uh yeah they were pre-approved okay uh, i'm good thanks iceman how are you uh and they went uh, and they were not letting a dude play god as a normal more crusher that's what happened when i was there in the event right a uh, couple of parts versus the whole model is the issue surely says leo crusher maybe but they're i mean they're not small parts right like let's be real they're, they're pretty large parts when it comes to an actual miniature on a night. uh truth be told um I don't know like ultimately what I would like to see from Games Workshop um, as a miniatures company and as a game developer um, uh, which is where they are now I guess um, uh, I would like to see them I would like to see them encourage uh, creativity I've never talked about 3d printing so it can destroy Games Workshop I've always talked about 3d printing because it actively actively inspires me like ever since I got into it I was Inspired I play miniature war games because I like miniatures. I think they're cool. Yeah, and I'm into that. that that's my jam I think it's wicked. I think the minis are cool. I think the narrative is often very cool uh, That's the stuff that inspires me I like seeing creativity on the tabletop like once you've played against a bunch of gore grunters you've played against them all um, And so if you do have some alternate sculpts, for some gore grunters or even just some imperial knights with some upgrade kits that looks super fun, right so uh no one uh I like uh, Games Workshop supply enough parts to actually load out a night. That would be nice. I thought um the rules as written says hundred percent games workshop bits per sure. Now it could just be that the event manager is rad as fuck. Steve, who is the event manager, is indeed rad as fuck. So this is Steve Wren. He's a badass. Like he's, he's a cool dude, like he gets it. He himself is super creative. He's won lots of awards for best painted armies and um, you know, coolest armies and other stuff. He's he's uh, my very first ever independent event. I saw this incredible high elf display from Steve Ren, which was beautiful. So like all said, like I've always been very impressed with Steve as a person. I think he's really switched on. and I think he does a fantastic job. Um, and so it could just be that you're getting some really good leadership from Steve as an event organiser a four games workshop, which I think is excellent, um, but maybe it was doubles. Maybe they don't give a fuck. Maybe they're just like, This one's just for money. If it was a singles championships and we were streaming it, maybe we'd care more. Who knows? Um, I love to see games which release a uh, sell str files for the stuff. People pay for str files that are cool, sure, piracy is going to happen, but I think most people would pay a reasonable price. Yes, I agree. Uh, to it with Titan Forge, I mean, you won't be. Uh, saying that paying with it no you won't obviously uh it's definitely a convo piece at some point if you want but the feeling i get is what i said previously if it enhances the games workshop product and you have created bits and gone through the process you are good okay well i mean that's an, that's some good news that's good news top of the morning like that's why i wanted to talk about it first because i think top of the morning it's pretty fantastic news right again because, like, not only, like, this isn't for people who just have 3D printers. You see, there's like a 3D bit site, you know, like Pop Goes the Monkey or something. You think, ah, I just want to upgrade my my, my uh, thing. They've always been really okay with kit bashing. Uh, obviously, Brad Glover, oh, yes, Brad Glover, uh, probably, in my opinion, the most famous person, not to skirt the line. I think that's probably not fair, um, but to do some, like, crazy shit. Uh, and like it be applauded not criticized basically so uh let me just try and find something uh that he's working on right now uh so this is his so this is his karazai so this is uh his work in progress this is brad uh, this is karazai um which is kitbash with tyrannies he normally does an army that's like two armies in one famously having done uh, a tau there we go uh, so there's a Tau and a Deepkin army, uh, all kitbashed into one piece uh, sort of thing, which is, you know, obviously fantastic. Um, loads of bright, vibrant colors. Uh, so um, I would say, like, I would say for Brad's army in some ways, it's kind of like, okay, what is that in, in some cases? Like, like, to be fair. Right, But I think that they're really good and I think people are, encourage it. So again, showing some creativity. Uh, I mean, obviously they're going to love that because he's bought two kits for one model. So, you know, they're rubbing their hands uh, in in glee. Um, if everyone goes on Twitter now walk Wacom, then it'll fuck it. Yeah, don't do that. Obviously. Don't do that. Uh, I need some uh, printed bits to replace lost bits from my metal Drago. Hoping to find something for that. It's really no different to making them out of plastic card. I agree. I agree. Like, okay. Um, was any of it in towel though sometimes fun i'm not sure uh so can 3d print be streamed officially i don't know like this is the point it's murky waters right and the 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 thing about it is is uh, like i mean it's just a nice thing top of the hour right someone got to take their cool army to warhammer world to play warhammer that's great it's a great start to the show right um that would be great like and i would like them to embrace that side of the hobby more right anyway uh uh so uh, i would say that 3d prints can't be streamed officially i think they're 100 percent going to be against that personally uh uh, <laughs> uh yeah i made the show hey debauncer uh it depends on how anal the games workshop man is feeling it's literally that it's probably just down to the issues all right so other news other news other news let's go to warcom for the other news um oh other news is uh, i am i am uh, playing a game of warhammer tonight with my aethel deepkin but i have to get all of these bases ready so i might not have finished in time there's some 3d printed bases that i have done for my deepkin so here are my thralls let me show you a picture really quickly there are my thralls there we go they need to go on these 3d printed bases there you go uh and i might be able to get these done today we're gonna to see how fast we can get those done later but basically uh that's the plan for today so if you don't want to watch me do some painting and some chatting today's the wrong day to tune in um so what was it the thing that we just saw where's the where's the orc thing no not orc the gits thing they posted about gits that they're doing a gits bundle <laughs> uh games sort of loves streaming any opportunity yeah they do uh did uh i see something about like games going further into tournament running says alex um yes uh thank you fan uh did you print your stuff go on top of plastic base or print an entire base it's the printed an entire base is what i did uh thank you very much Glowdan. uh big love to you all right uh yeah <laughs> so <laughs> this is uh <laughs> this is uh something that they did this is super weird they've created a uh like a bundle like just a, a, a random web bundle of gits which is all of these plus an art kit am i right in thinking there's an art piece of art in here as well like what is this it's just some random i've popped this out on a what day is it a tuesday bundle um uh buy this for nath he will have payment for the next seven years it's true uh the r thing is the same one as in the loon Coast box already got that one lol is there even a discount on it i don't think there is uh, uh a i don't think there is um a discount on it i think this is great people know how to start wait is it a, a wait is it a, is it kind of like a start collecting is that what you're saying it's a start collecting box interesting like a get started with your army bundle all right let's approach it like that let's assume who said that um let's assume uh, this is call me felly that what they're doing is they're saying look this is a start collecting bundle um 450 yeah i mean this is this is new zealand money baby uh this is new zealand money uh i'm getting ready for the new battle dome uh, is this even a viable army okay so uh the loomboss boss on mangler squigs is genuinely genuinely one of the better pieces in the 31 percent win rate kits um uh the uh loom boss on giant cave squig which is the thing on the left not as often taken but still sometimes taken uh then you would probably take them with those hoppers uh in the top right hand side you would definitely take some hoppers uh and on the left hand side uh the trogs don't really fit in with the theme but the uh the squig herd do the loon boss on foot kind of does uh and the trogs don't really fit into the theme at all so overall like it's the start of an army i guess but there is no competitive git's army so like you know whatever um there is a silver Death version too i know i'm going to go to that in a minute battle of um uh okay yes uh loon does nothing for that army uh yes i know uh loon foot doesn't fit with the squigs no loon foot isn't like a bad like caddy for an artifact though or even just someone who can do inspiring presence on units because he's very cheap why is he now 70 points for a loon foot uh Uh, So these old foes bundles have absolutely no discount whatsoever. You pay the same as you would buy them separately. I call them out for making seem exclusive when they're not. And now they're sticking an art print in them to force them to be in exclusive bundles. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. um, I mean, this is very funny based on the timeline yesterday when we know for a fact that we're not getting the Gits book anytime soon. And what's this? This is the Tree Rev. This is the Start Collecting Silverneth box and some Kurdoth Hunters. Uh, And then an art piece um, limited down. Like... I don't know man like whatever like like it's no saving i don't know why you would buy it um i guess it's just for people who just go oh, shit i want loads of toys and you click a button um because there are those people like there are whales in the hobby it's like uh gadget games for mobile games like those people exist right uh, so it's like part of the process Wait, they couldn't even bother to create a new kits versus silver in a FOMO box and just give them crap bundles instead. (laughs) You don't even get the guy in the art piece. (laughs) Good way to start the day. Good way to start the day. No, you don't. You really don't. And that's fine. That's fine. Whatever, man. Whatever. Like, uh, like they're a mickey mouse company but there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that like we're not asking them to like solve like international problems are they we're asking them to give us entertainment and actually the company is pretty fucking entertaining all around like if you can get past the anger which i have now done as a person yeah the whole thing is very entertaining like it's exceptionally entertaining um uh it is not discounted, or is it free art? Thank you, Pershaw, that's correct. Can you imagine the management meeting for this? So these races have a 30% win rate. What can we sell them to people? Art piece, art piece, that's two. Uh, have we done rumours on secret books? No! Okay, all right, well, let's head there. Let's head there, that's also a good topic. We did cover it yesterday with the lads, but I didn't get the opportunity to talk to it with you guys. So... Um, can we just uh can we just look at a great series of tweets for a second please because i just need to show you this um talking about the new fire slayers richie long time fire slayers player big fan just noticed slayers don't even get a new book cover we're fucked and then pete says it's not it's, it's a new cover they just all look the same got him <laughs> oh that made me laugh yesterday hey alknark big love to you um pretty sure they found a bundle of the art they've forgotten about and made the bundles that's true Are they web exclusives or do they uh, get to force them on FLGs, says Dave? I think they're web exclusives. You have to remember, like, again, talking about sales channels, that their web uh, team, which is pretty large, like, being the head of web is a big deal, like, because you're effectively the head of, like, one of the largest stores for Games Workshop, um, is completely separate to the trade team. So the web people are always like, give us some special shit. Yeah, and the trade team are always like, give us some special shit. So they're always vying. Uh, to get stuff so you have to go to the website or you have to get it through trade right those things um hello first time chatter and a subscriber mighty slug probably Umbreth turned up as either of the two unknown books can't see how you can progress marathi's story in any meaningful way without this introduction well it's really easy to progress marathi's story because you just release a new book that's what you do you just release a new book like less than 12 months after the old book so uh now's your time to have your say on what you think about that because truthfully uh mean obviously me and the guys had a chat about it last night i'd kind of like to know what you guys think about the the timeline and the new books um this is the uh my Phil jesus swimming in fomo stuff and can't move them <laughs> it's, it's always going to be the way baby always going to be the way they just won't buy any fomo box in, in the future right Um Also, you've got uh, me painting in today as I pulled Snesh Mini off the shelf to work on. Go on, Sergeant of Wolves. Get onto it. Um,
1: Davidams laughed in Lumineth. Davidams,
0: it's very likely, baby, that that book is a Lumineth book. (laughs) I heard Lumineth book this year, so we'll see. But I heard Lumineth book this year. So I don't want to get on anyone's um, back about it, but saying that two unnamed battalions are coming out is not a roadmap. Gitley, I think that's a super fair point. Any chance they're just waiting to reveal new art for Fire Slayers and Nighthorn? I mean they put it on the front cover. I don't think so. Um, uh, surely they won't just use the same shit when they've had that beautiful Fire Slayer art from the FOMO box. I mean, I like the Fire Slayer. I like I think both of them are good. Like I know that it's the same art but it's good art. Like, like, it's good art, right? Like, both of those are excellent. Like, let's be real. Um, I heard there'll be two LRL books this year. Uh, (laughs) Um... Uh, it will be Uh, keeping old artwork isn't new. They've done it before in 40k a few times They've done it loads of times I guess the real question is all right, let's let's start on that subject for a second Like how do we actually feel about the fact that they maintain the same artwork? Like I think it's fairly representative I think it's good. I'm not even sure if the new daughters of kane artwork is better than the last daughters of kane book The Ideneth one is a step up in my opinion. I think of the bunch I like the Ideneth one maybe the most Uh, just because I like the flamey sword maybe a hark back to high elves in some way i wish i uh, didn't hate elves so i could consistently uh, op books too <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh, i heard there will be three. I'll oh, stop it i might placeholder because the new book features new unrevealed minis i've uh, been reading my positive thinking book shugo i respect that i respect that um, the tau codex was a, re- a recolor at one point interesting um, leo crusher i don't care at all to be honest that's fair um, it really is funny that Lady O doesn't get the front cover of Nighthawk book. She's so irrelevant in the book that they have to hide her. I like I like Pershaw. Is it Pershaw? No. Who was it that was being updated by Beat? Shugo. Maybe they're just putting out a different uh, image. But if they were going to Photoshop it, oh no, maybe, maybe, maybe. But then why would they, if that were true, then why would they show us the Daughters of Cain new front cover? listen shugo i think it's a lot of cope i think it's probably just that cover baby um uh matt says to some it's a perceived lack of effort if they didn't bother to commission new artwork from them it might make someone feel like the book is low effort i feel like that's super fair uh which is what richie was saying on twitter as well he he was saying that fire slayers feel like if it's the same front cover like what the hell is going to happen inside the book um i think it's interesting when they don't feature new characters models i think suggest no new featured model okay i agree um gonna add kawaii emojis to the old art before release <laughs> Fire says uh, get the fire children as their front cover i really wish i hadn't said that last night that was me very 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 tired um the fire children thing is going to come back to haunt me i can tell nogal book had new art but it's mostly phoned in uh, is it what well, the book um that's interesting uh, everyone wishes you hadn't i know i agree yeah we all agree Uh, (laughs) Not worse than fire ladies from Nathan, I agree, all of us, there were some clangers last night, I'm not going to lie But that's what you get uh, in improv comedy Warhammer shows Which is now what I describe the Monday Night Show as, it's an improv comedy Warhammer show As opposed to anything relatable to gaming Um, uh, What's surprising is, and we talked about it last night, there's not the joint Duarte book Huge fan of this, oh I've, I've been talking about this the entire time but not shown on the screen I've been a huge fan of uh, the Joint Duardin book. I think that it's actually it's actually really excellent. The Joint Duardin, uh, th- there's not a Joint Duardin book. It allows them to create different units for Carriage and Overlords. It allows them to create different units for um, Fire Slayers, which I think is good. Obviously they haven't created any new units now. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Like. <sighs> It's really hard right like because you have to like get yourself emotionally out of the cycle which we've been indoctrinated into which is five days get a new book yes they've got a book for this edition well they chose to have a new edition right so and you're like oh you can't expect them to release new models all the time rob they've got to get a book out for each new edition i'm like yeah but like they don't have to do this many new editions all the time so like you know it's kind of like a rod for their own back and so when you're excusing them for not doing it like i like i think when i see a new book i would like them to be like here's an update for the army here's new minis here's some new story here are some rules right that's the update i want um which is ties into what haywo said again that tweet rocketing through my brain i haven't been able to get it out of my head um the the new additions start with new rules or updated rules for every single army and then they can just be as slow as they like right they could be like okay here are fire slayers now i know that that's not the business model the business model is just to make 25 pounds off idiots every single month like i get it um but like like uh, like that's what i'd like to see from the game like that would be more worthwhile what have they done for with that fire slayer book that's worth 25 pounds Is going to be the real question. I mean, what the fuck have they done with the Daughters of Cain book for it to be worth £25 a year after the last one? Is anyone's like, and also don't forget this is £25. Like, these also aren't books. When you buy a coffee table book, if you've ever bought coffee table books and they're like 20, 30 quid, you know, you go to Waterstones or your local bookstore and you're like, oh, it's a big, cool book. It's got some art prints and stuff. Uh, I got one of The Expanse for Christmas as a, as a gift um, for myself. Like, Well, not for myself, like I was given it, which was awesome. Loved it. It was a great present. Um, it had all this like lovely artwork and stuff. Um, I was like, this is cool and definitely worth the money because it's never going to go out of date, right? Because it's, it's kind of like a do- documentary piece. Like the Doors of Cain book goes out of date. And it could go out of date in up to, like it can be out of date in a year maybe uh, so like what have they done in 20 for 25 pounds it, it, for a year's worth of content that's the real question um uh, i don't believe rob has a coffee table i actually have a in my flat uh as well as four bunk beds i have um what is it called is it called an almond it's something it's from a charity shop so it's not that fancy, but it looks fancy. Um additions uh like they are done now are bad for the game. League of Legends has seasons each year, but they don't update each champ or every call rules. Thanks, Call Me Felly. Um uh go back to twelve pounds soft cover honky, I agree. Uh uh keep it keep it away from the heat I will. <laughs> it's not an ammoir. Uh, I'm sort of assuming that the rapid release of books is due to COVID and shipping issues. Uh, Andrew Pepper Parsons, zero to do uh, with um covid and shipping issues let's just nip that idea in the bud really quick let's just get that done games workshop releases books intentionally fast uh, let's just talk about that for a moment they have a 3 year cycle for each one of their games 40k 3 years age of sigmar 3 years there are 24 factions in age of sigmar currently so 24 books if none of them are combined into books like we haven't seen the dwarven been done in order to release each faction's new book in a 3 year cycle you'll need to release eight battle tomes a year a year before as an example we're pretty certain that the new edition of 40k should happen uh, in 18 months time okay we're halfway through this edition of 40k and as of yet yeah, we haven't had things like Chaos Space Marines updated right as an example we're just getting our Eldari now um, so we're halfway through the edition already uh, with Age of Sigmar we are not we're seven months into the edition I mean that leaves us two years and three months left Um, basically for them to get each book out. So the idea that it's like it's a shipping issue or a supply issue is actually not true. In order for them to commit to having a book out for each faction in a three-year cycle, they have to release eight a year, okay? So that's something to be super clear of. Um, uh, Rob, you're forgetting that some books released before a new edition are designed for that edition in mind. Of course I am, Dave. Thanks, Dave appreciate you not the things you type but those uh, that's a horrible cycle that means someone will always get a book tome in the last quarter of that cycle that's correct Alex uh, and I, interestingly sometimes you won't get uh, you won't get the you won't get them in the correct order if that makes sense so you have got doors of came, as you can see um, uh, Doors of Cain, uh, like were at the end of the last cycle now the beginning of this cycle uh, you might not get any Stormcast updates for three years now uh, basically, uh, or maybe you will uh, maybe Uruk Warclans won't get any new updates, or maybe we'll get a separate Cruel Boys book in a year's time, we don't know uh, a five year cycle would give us much more breathing room, uh, I agree uh, even four years is better yes, um, uh, I agree and maybe maybe uh maybe they are in the process of trying to design that in for instance if we see the horus heresy or the old world become mainline games that would mean that they could drop out uh they could if both of those became mainline games you could have a four-year cycle because you have to remember games Workshop are a slave to the financial cycle super important again why is this it, it doesn't really affect us as gamers other than all like enjoying the game other than being conscious of it helps us make good purchasing decisions they're a slave to a four year cycle uh, sorry to, they're a slave to a yearly cycle because at the end of each financial year they have to have their big boom that's why we see the july release for a new edition every year it's because that's when they want that big beginning of quarter numbers leading up to christmas where they rack it off and then they can pull some levers right so If it looks like they're going to not make their last half, so their last um, half of the year isn't going to be good financially, then they can bring the release of a new edition before the cutoff, pull that lever, which is why we'll never get a roadmap, pull that lever, get the big sales spike, have the big report, keep the stock growing or maintaining. Yeah, they don't want that big loss, right? If it looks like they've smashed that year, they don't need the big release, they push that into the next financial quarter uh, not for, sorry next financial uh reporting year and then pull the lever then does that make sense so that's why you always get um that big release they have this kind of like financial huge financial like bubble which they can put pre or post this kind of deadline for themselves to to sort out their stocks uh, which is which is how we see it um is that boring that's boring i feel like that's boring um uh, it's funny capitalism is always the enemy of no matter what subject we're talking about that's true Gorka that is the fucking truth Uh, are shareholders more important than customers yes in every for every corporation in the world yes Um, should they be no like the the order should obviously be employees customers shareholders uh, but anyway, that's why stakeholder businesses that maybe gaining any more traction, but that's a different conversation for another day. Anyway Okay, so uh, no one seems to be bothered about either of these t- these two front covers I guess the real uh, the real question Dawson Kane I'd be if I was Dawson Kane player, play about me mad, but also I wouldn't be mad because there's no way I'm not just gonna walk for my rules uh, obviously um, It's a nice front cover. It's a nice book uh, Like I don't want to tell you uh, personally, I think you can log into the My Warhammer app. <laughs> In fact, I know you can because me and Nathan are both logged into my so you know the agency My app. Me and Nathan are both logged into that. Um, uh... <laughs> like, I, like, and I just buy the battle tomes, and then he's got access to them as well. Uh, so uh, I buy them obviously because I do reviews of them, and I think it would be unfair to not buy the books. Um, uh, actively, I wouldn't encourage people around me to buy the books, which leads me onto my next fucking story a bit of a bit of a watch we, we're gonna do a bit of a watch because i think this is quite interesting um uh like i want to talk about this because this is some hot stuff so big suggestion from uh i want to suggest i want to thank in, we've got a topic suggestions tab in discord now right so uh this is really good uh hey no god matthew what up what up homie jim Conius yes, leo crusher um uh so there's a uh, a good link here. Uh, yep, yeah, I do want to watch this. Okay, I want to get to. Uh, okay, here. This is pretty good. Okay, you might not have watched this. So, here we go. Um, this is Tabletop Tactics. Tabletop Tactics. Are a great group of individuals in my personal experience yeah i've got nothing but love for table tactics tabletop tactics in my heart right i think they make great content i think they're good people um uh, they're doing diversity hires which i think is excellent um especially just for at least having a lady showcasing warhammer which is good because that will trigger loads of grognoids which i'll fucking love triggering grognoids yeah so great like all good stuff yeah Uh, great studio they keep improving so they're not just sat on their laurels making the same thing over and over they keep improving making more quality content so big fan okay before we get into any of this so uh chef is chris ramsey yeah now they reviewed warzone knackmund okay so let's let's get update with warzone knackmund so games workshop announced um the uh the six month cycle six uh yeah i love i love trigger grogs too me too uh like love some hogs um so uh, here you can see uh the guys review of uh, v- reviewing warzone knackman and this is a really long video they've done loads of like and they've broken it all out we're only gonna be looking at the last section uh which is where they talk about the new book okay so these are six month cycles Get, these guys are play testers as far as i'm aware or they were at one point play testers they may no longer be this is important to talk about they are also they get stuff free ahead of time from games workshop so they get um product ahead of time so they can make uh, about reports like as soon as the things come out they get you know advanced copies of stuff so they have a business relationship with games workshop that's really important to point out uh so in what i what i think can be described as the politest telling off yeah we're about to see something i think that's pretty gold
2: right Forge World. Ah, the world of Forge. <laughs> Guess what, everyone? Your Volkite Contemptor. OK, here we go. OK. <sighs> we were sent these by Games Workshop. Yes. For free.
0: Love that. Love that. I love the honesty. Good, 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 good shit.
2: We don't know how much these will cost.
0: No. Th- these are English, by the way.
4: They're English lads. Not at the moment. At the time of filming, these have not been released. it's very small they are very small
2: depending on how much they charge Mm. will be a deal breaker for this yeah because the problem with this is it sets a precedent Mm -hmm. because this is gonna happen twice a year yeah I would advocate that you talk amongst your friends in your friendly local gaming store and you do a syndicate yeah I would not buy those personally no I think especially for the points
4: increases why this hasn't just been released as a PDF I I don't understand. Here's
2: the really annoying thing about it is we know they're not adverse to doing that. We got, if you're a Jakari player, you don't need to have the points manual. You got your points changes. Yeah. For good or for ill. Yeah. Why they can't do the points changes, at the very least the points changes for free. Yeah. The missions, again, it could just be free. It it could just
4: be a PDF. They're giving away the um, the secondaries cards in white dwarf Dwarf this month, as far as as far as we can tell.
2: It's it's just it just seems really. Look, there seems to be a massive disconnect with within Games Workshop whoever decided because here's the thing guys this is not the rules team decision i'm going to throw that out there now yeah this is not their decision this is not the warcom decision this is not the intern running the facebook pages decision or the instagram accounts don't yell at them don't spam the customer service guys who are always incredible very good don't spam them with this is rubbish this is not their fault
0: i mean you should also spam them with this is rubbish obviously don't attack the employees but you can definitely post on their social media sites this sucks you are money thieves like that's fine Like, that doesn't hurt anyone's feelings okay that's not a problem that's called feedback so you can do that that's not a problem anyone adverse to feedback so it always makes me laugh like they're like oh they need to be sensitive I'm like motherfucker I'm on the internet free every day Yeah. Anyone. I'm not protected by a big company. Anyone can come at me at all points every day. Yeah. Just grow some big grown balls. Yeah. Just live in the world. Right. Like, just be a grown
2: up. Mm. But someone in Games Workshop decided that this was a good idea. And depending on how much they sell it for, Mm. is going to be a massive, massive deal breaker.
0: I mean, obviously, they're not saying like, so what was this bit he just said a second ago? Like, where was it?
2: I would advocate that you talk amongst your friends in your friendly local gaming store and you do a syndicate,
0: right? What he means is pirate the fuck out of it. What he, he just can't say that, right? Like like a syndicate who suggested a book syndicate? What is this the 1400s, right? I oh, don't even know if they actually, when was the printing press? Where's the Gutenberg press? Does anyone know 1468? Have I got the numbers right on that? Wrong. Um, but like a syndicate is insane, right? What he means is there's literally like what is that on their logo? Like it, it looks like a skull and crossbones, right? You fucking pirates! You've got a pirate logo. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, Fourteen sixty-eight. What a boss! Was that right? Was that right?
3: Yes.
0: Uh, he's on a collectivised wargaming wagon. Um, anyone? he meant that we need to proxy it to play with our favorite tabletop game and get that i'll get the audio recording at some point uh bang on the money uh did i get it right fuck look at me um all look all the books on the shelf behind him but all the books on the shelf behind him are free like they've paid for nothing right and i think this is a good shout from them they're like look we get this for free i wouldn't pay for it like um uh, we could just proxy the rules. It's true, Shadow son. Quite possibly the nerdiest thing you've ever said. Well done. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Please clip that uh, I know. Uh, printing press, obviously, in the most... Also, I found out yesterday that King James... I don't know if anyone knows this, but King James of the King James Bible was gay as houses, which is amazing. Like, I love that. I love that. I love that, like, like the, the printing press of a book that was used to oppress people for years and years and years, right? Like, the guy, the guy was like... <laughs> there's some beautiful irony that i found out yesterday but that's a different that's history that we don't we'll talk about that later uh not king james with the la lakers no um that does not come across in his bible <laughs> english royalty not follow the rules you don't say i agree anyway let's get back to this um uh, I recently learned that the popularity of olive oil in ancient Greece was driven by the kneading anal lube. That cannot be true. That cannot be fucking true. L- send me a link. I need that. Uh, right, anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, but, the, uh, but I think that this is... The, number one, obviously, I think this is a fantastic statement from these guys. Especially with the business relationship they have with Games Workshop, right? But also... But also like are we at the point now where we're seeing content creators turn a page we saw mini wargaming on friday we saw them just literally like lol here are chaos space marines now fuck off like now obviously uh he's being a little bit more uh he's being a little bit more political with his wording here which (laughs) Hold on. Let's get this. Let's do it again because it's fucking. It's a good line.
2: Charge mm. will be a deal breaker for this. Yeah. Because the problem with this is it sets a precedent. Mm-hmm. Because this is going to happen twice a year. Yeah. I would advocate that you talk amongst your friends in your friendly local gaming store and you do a syndicate.
0: I mean that's another audio clip. That's another audio clip that I can play all the time, right? absolutely we've got the proxy clip and now we've got this clip right which is gold okay like super gold but also like like obviously this all also will have been approved by lawrence he'll have said like thumb let's go like this is a fair statement to make right um uh syndicate <laughs> and i'm worried about what shell the means after that link um uh, Syndicate was a great video game. Are we becoming a narco syndicist war gamers? <laughs> I love what came at tabletop tactics. I don't really watch battle reports for any particular reason, um, uh, because I just like live games. But um, uh, <laughs> like, this is great and and well said. And well said. We haven't finished this yet, so we
2: should keep watching. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would advocate the amount of money that they would make from this is clear
0: like okay so just anecdotal this is anecdotal anecdotal but Scrivo as you know who sometimes comes on the show he runs a toy shop they sell 40k as well as as a bunch of other things so he kind of keeps me abreast of like at least what his local community is doing like sales wise and it might be interesting to ask your local gaming store how it's been going because i'm he said that this is sold hugely he sold that everyone he knows that plays 40k has bought this it's an auto 25 pounds to play the game right like like straight in like without question he sold he sold that he this is not on the advice of uh our council the warhammer council right here <laughs> this is our council <laughs> on the advice of him we should syndicate but he said that has not happened and everyone has bought it right uh Getting to pairs of dice. I like they haven't gone for the easing option here. I agree. Uh, yeah, it's like a subscription fee. It doesn't mean that anyone is uh, enjoying buying it. It's true. I'm not saying they're enjoying buying it, but it, they've sold a lot. Uh, this r- reminds me of the n- new Kill Team release, The Compendium and Uncle Adam at Tabletop. Uh, this is a money uh, garbage money grab. Don't buy it. Good. Content creators, I'm proud of you.
2: From a business point of view, it's clearly the numbers make sense. Yeah. But they really shouldn't because... I just if this is gonna happen twice a year for realistically minimal changes again yeah. this is the thing from a rules team perspective they had to have had these written five six months ago because that's how long printing and shipping and logistics take when it comes to like printed medium so we know that they can update the rules yeah. fairly quickly right the general public at large does not get them until it's almost six months too late yeah you know, here's the thing points changes for the Death Guard that would have been really relevant eight months ago
4: yeah it's, it's all too late and then if you look at the example of the Adeptus Custodes that came out last week last week and now they have different points already it's just crazy this this feels like the sort of thing that would be a perfect addition to um, the, the app yep so as part of your subscription you get six monthly updates to yep. get your, your points and your rules and new your missions, missions added to them because then um, there's revenue coming from it Yep. but printing this on not very much paper um no, no one's excited about this no one's been like oh i can't wait
2: for chapter approved to come out no. um it's almost it, it almost feels like it's just kind of it's there now yeah. like this is this is our life now yeah. this is this is this is the way that 40k is and here's oh look okay i'm gonna i'm probably gonna annoy a few people by saying this this is a result of wanting the game to be competitive sure this is a result of wanting.
0: is it is that the case I don't think that's the result of people wanting a game to be good for a competitive setting, okay? Wanting it to be competitive is, uh, I (laughs) I don't agree with that at all, yeah? No, it is not. Wanting to, the game, like, it's such a, it's also such a nothing statement. Wanting the game to be competitive is, like, a nonsense statement. What do you mean by I want it to be competitive? Do you mean balanced? Because balance is a bit of a myth. Yeah, do you want there to be roughly some sort of like interactivity between the lowest and highest performing armies yes of course because your army is worth several hundred insert whatever your local currency is yeah you would like it to have some efficacy on the table versus another army and you would like that to be roughly equal so that it's a test of skill as opposed to what you bought right which is the nature of competitiveness in that there is the opportunity for both of you to win and skill is the expression as opposed to the thing that you buy right so the conclusion for competitiveness is not that games workshop fuck over their audience yeah it's bollocks right And like I don't agree with that statement and I don't agree with anyone who, who who entertains that right they have no fucking clue what they're talking about when they say those things what they're really saying is yeah like that games workshop don't have the re well no sorry don't use the resources that they have available to them to produce a better gaming experience for their players very much like you saw with like um like if if that truth if that thing was true for competitiveness why then do they produce uh why do they produce something like um not games workshop themselves why do they produce uh something like cyberpunk which had all the money and resources and time but they just crunched it and produced like not a pile of garbage but not what they what they uh touted kind of as an advert like was that competitiveness that drove it to be a poor product no it was poor business decisions that drove it to be a poor product it's poor business decisions that produce bad products not in any way someone wanting to have a balanced or interactive or potential game with their opponent this is nonsense is what it is like but we'll listen to what he's got to say um uh like uh this is is the 40k ghb it is the 40k ghb um uh i'm over 100 hours into playing cyberpunk hey i'm not trying to attack you i'm just saying is it what like you can enjoy it that's the other thing as well that's the other thing as well Right, like same way Cyberpunk, you're into it for 100 hours and you've it, you're have you enjoying yourself, right? You can be into competitive Age Sigma or narrative Age Sigma or narrative 40k or competitive 40k. And you can just be like, I'm jonesing. I'm loving this. This is great fun. None of this other stuff that you're talking about affects me. And that's super fair. But when you have a GITS first round win, uh, loss rate of 71%, despite GITS currently and competitive Age Sigma have a first round loss wa- rate of 71% right so they're likely to the three times out of four you're going to lose the first round that you play and it just like that's because your army's that bad your army is that bad right you like if you own a git's army and you're just playing with your local mates you can only afford one army you buy yourself a git's army you paint it up lovingly yeah and then you play your mates who just happen to have i don't know wrathy in the bow snakes right let's say yeah like you're like why why does my army like it's not the nature of being competitive just because i would like to beat my friend once doesn't make me competitive i would just like it to be a more even playing field that's what i want right and that's not a tournament that's not a high-end bleeding edge competitiveness and guess what competitive players don't give a fuck about this like when you're top-end competitive player you don't give a fuck yeah you're just like cool give me this thing is it broken can i break it good yeah that's it this does nothing to fix that nothing to fix it um uh my poor squeak friend versus my loomleth i mean i made bad list there you go uh i need a weight loss of 71 <laughs> can we just shout out neil in the chat i don't want to go into it but neil's had a really rough couple of days uh neil one of the organizers of the 40k wtc uh and i just want to say that he's a lovely person he's been super kind to me like many of you have over the past few years uh and i'd just like to throw him some love in the chat because i've been thinking about him um uh very recently uh uh uh, the only female player uh, we're doing shit. Uh, not when female players did <laughs> This is exactly how the game should be balanced. They still have got it sorted since 1980s. Lol, yeah. Um, it's a competitive war game. It's literally what it is. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. I hate the idea when people are like, it's not a competitive war game. It doesn't matter whether it's a competitive war game. Take that word out. It's a game. It's a game. If I was like, here's a computer game. These, this per- this army, this this character is going to lose... 75% of the time you're going to be like oh I'm not going to play with that character why would you put that in the game it's terrible game design like I'm not going to it's, at- it's atrocious like ch- fix that like how much does this cost 500 pounds what
2: i <laughs> constant updates which is not a bad thing no. however Balance data slate. They've already said that they're going to do that quarterly. It's going to be free. Include the points in that. Yeah. Do the do the points every six months for free. The amount.
0: That's right. Ten points up and down on each unit is going to fucking change the shape of the game massively. Like completely different matters. It's going to be overwhelming. Like those five point changes. Hold on to your hats, boys.
2: Of goodwill that yeah. you would get would be far greater than the money that would be made from selling this book. Sure, I mean, again, I'm not—I don't know the numbers. So clearly, someone has done the numbers. There's teams that are far more intelligent than me uh, with business degrees that have clearly gone. This is a
0: disagree, like deeply disagree, like disagree on. I've met them, like disagree. Like, hard disagree. Big disagree. Like, fucking X for doubt. Yeah? Big disagree.
2: A good and sound business decision, this will make us a profit because we are a business at the end of the day and that is what we want. I am just one guy ranting against the idea because realistically, if I had to buy that, I would be really annoyed that I couldn't then spend 20, 25 quid on new cool models coming out. That's the
0: point! You're a miniatures company! Oh, I love that point so much. What have you done for 25 pounds? New Daughters of Cain book, I've got 25 pounds. You can buy the new book. Okay, I can find them free. Yeah, so give a fuck. Yeah, what is in here that's worth 25 pounds? Oh, a couple of new pictures maybe? There's like, we've kind of rewritten some words about a bit of story. Do you know what? I really want a box of, uh, another box of harpies or whatever. That's more cool for me. There you go. All right, that's exactly the answer. Why are you spending twenty five pound on that? That twenty five pound could be like my next unit of like fucking squig hogs, right? They're never getting that money from me.
4: Exactly. And the other irritating thing is that with, with the the, the uniform field manual for most people, one or two pages it's, of this book are going to be relevant. It's to
2: completely you. pointless for some of it.
4: I mean, unless yeah, like we'll always spend the money. Like we'll always spend the money
0: like that isn't the point it's about what you're spending your money on i'm not advocating don't give games workshop your money i'm just saying like these books are stupid and generally the books are pretty stupid anyway at this point like buy miniatures surely we're into it for the miniatures like that's the point like we want to put cool armies on the tabletop okay like like and also games workshop want us to put cool miniatures on the tabletop right they say that they're a miniatures company whenever anyone pushes them too hard about competitive game design or game design at all they always fall back on being a a, a miniatures company yeah when whenever you say they're really bad at this thing then people will advocate in your in your youtube mentions in your twitter dms any of those things they'll be like oh actually there's a miniatures company so it doesn't really matter what the game's like and i'm like okay fair enough then why do the books matter like why don't they work out how to sell us the most miniatures instead of trying to sell us the most books right
4: unless you're us here with all of the armies like this is quite useful for us because We're we, even we need to check all the points for everything but if, if you're if you're a thousand suns player or if you're a space marine player okay. only one half of this book is useful for you or you have
2: one faction that you use like why, why are you having to spend money on this it's just it's it, it it's just it seems it seems really and we've 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 harped on about this before it is time for digital
4: yes like, Absolutely.
2: if the game is going to be updated at the pace that it is and i agree with the update of the pace like this is the thing if people want competitive gaming in 40k more power to you i enjoy 40k for its many nuances and its many ways of playing the game and i will never tell anyone that the way that they play the game is wrong however if you are going to play competitive games you need to deal with constant updates mm-hmm. esports Magic the Gathering, League of Legends, these are all millions times bigger than 40k. And they do constant, constant updates.
0: Yes, they do. They spend the money on it. They understand, they might not nail it, but they understand if they try to make their game more playable, people will play the game more. They're right. It's a point I've made on this show ever since I left Games Workshop. It's been the founding principle of the Honest War game. It's why we do live coverage. You should see the YouTube comments on the game. From uh, from the LVO final. People. Triggered. About the state of a game. Where someone just walks forward. Loses all of his shit. And loses game two. People are. Triggered. They are bothered. Again. When we covered the LGT final. Yeah. When Alex Harrison got tabled turn one. Uh, by. Um, my Malik. Like. Again, triggered. People are triggered when they see it in reality. Yeah? They hate to see the truth, right? Um uh yes. Uh has anyone got uh remember during COVID lockdown we got the the god books for AOS and two, and basically nobody was playing. Yeah, everyone still bought that shit. Games which was conditioned us. We have conditioned yes, that's true. Um Uh, MTG forced people to buy new cards, games don't force your miniatures to be irrelevant. Uh, Alex, that's actually not true. (laughs) Alex, that isn't true at all. They don't force your miniatures to be irrelevant. I.e. you're not allowed to play them. But whenever we have any conversation, we obviously are having a conversation about using them in a game with your friend or at a tournament okay i would say in a semi-casual competitive setting right i.e you and want you and someone want to play right so they definitely do make some of your miniatures close to r- relevant gaming wise a good example would be i played against nathan a couple of weeks ago he brought his gits i had a Draco Tail seraphon list right which i thought was way too good to play against nathan way way too good so i tuned i changed the salamanders to razor dons so i could have a better um uh, game against my friend so he didn't just get trolleyed by a bunch of salamanders i did that change so that me and my friend could have more fun but at the same time i robbed myself of the opportunity to practice using a salamander draco tail list which maybe i could play at a tournament in the future right so like i had to tailor my experience well i had to tailor my friend's experience so that uh it, like we could have a more enjoyable experience with each other You're like, oh, of course you would do that it's your friend but also i didn't get the opportunity to practice i didn't get the opportunity to play that game right that's important okay uh uh mtg also has massively blowout matches that end almost immediately oh good i did not know that that'd be fun can you get me a link of one Pershaw? Sure? i want to know
4: i want to see that they don't charge you for it. Yeah, and you don't have to they're not done 6 months
2: after they need to be done. It's ju- it's really upsetting because there's a lot of good like content in here in terms of the missions and the improvements to the game. Yeah, but th- th- these, this isn't a bad thing. This in itself isn't bad. It's not bad. Like you, you get new missions,
4: yeah. new, new ways to play the game, it's, yeah, it's which good. is great. But the fact that you have to pay for it <laughs> yeah. just doesn't quite sit right with me. Yeah, and it's... I, I think like for the most part, like us as an organisation, are profoundly positive when it comes to games Workshop, and the things that they release. For the most part, we don't often go off on one
2: about things that yeah. the, 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 that come out. But this, this, this isn't great. It, it, it just leaves a bit of a sour taste in the mouth. Yeah. That, and again, like you know, I'll, I'll preface it. You know, again, I said it at the beginning we got sent this for free by games workshop you know and some people are like you're a corporate shill no <laughs> I, like i i like okay i'm gonna go off on a rant on that oh now. here we go like, i hate it when people say that because you know like, oh but you're told your games workshop own you it's like okay one they don't i just really enjoy stuff like you know like yo we...
0: hey listen it's okay to be owned some people pay money for that you know weekend's your own homie yeah do what you want to do like get weird, get freaky, you know, get corporate to send you an email, get super fucking weird with it. Don't have any problems with that, right? Like as long as you have enough olive oil. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're following the King James Bible, yeah. Get fucking fr- get, 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 get 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 weird.
2: Like just have fun. We, we did the review on the, ad, on the Adeptus Custodes book and people were, and some people were saying like, oh yeah, you, know, you don't realise that they've completely broken the game. It's like, no, I, I just personally really enjoyed that book. Yeah. I enjoy new things. I enjoy, I'm looking for, I've already played one of these missions and they're great fun. well it's, I it was good too. It's yeah. totally different. It's yeah. great. The issue comes from, we get sent stuff to review. We review stuff on. How hard is six missions? I don't want to be a wanker right but like six
0: missions can't be hard like we assume the t- play testing is minimal to none right there are no way six missions are hard like like what do they do like the core principle is already in existence okay all right all right jim we're gonna put an objective here and an objective here i can't believe it you've revolutionized the game what have you done like 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 how i don't understand like uh (laughs) how they could come with new missions every month uh yes valerie yes yes where do you live where do you live kent right okay um it's not about being hard it just helps how they could come out with new missions every month they could they absolutely could uh like i i hate the idea that six missions is difficult we've been sold on this idea that six missions is difficult to do like what are you five right nine missions in 40k thanks like like honestly i don't even know community project in the discord right if you can be asked right design me so where's the discord let me get let me just get the discord link one second right in the live show chat room maybe while we're live design me some fucking missions surely that can't be hard to do like, that cannot be a challenge, like, truthfully. Or maybe that's something we should do later. Like, how do we do it? Like, what do we... We just put different objectives in different places at different deployment zones. That's all we do. Like... <laughs> the joy of being called a shill. Say your people say I do it, and then say you're not. And people, like, sounds like you are. Oh, I don't, th- I don't think they are, man. Like, they've just got a working relationship with the company. Like whatever like you get some free shit. like they're complaining right here yeah they're saying this isn't good this is some quality content this is good shit for their community tabletop tactics got a massive community they're being really out there right like yeah sure it's not quite as like uh, confrontationals maybe i would say it right they like it's not lacking substance like some of like the the youtube clickbait channels like it's like it's well reasoned a little bit and there's some personal stuff in there as well right about like their human it's a human being yeah who like creates content that they think is worthwhile and i would say it's very worthwhile content you know um and they have to have this, like, because it's so good for their business to have this working relationship with Games Workshop, they have to have this relationship. It like, works really well for them, right? Like, and like, and, and and I, I completely understand and respect that position. It's not a decision I would make, right? But I also am not trying to support five or six people or trying to do what they're trying to do, right? So, like, I recognize where they're at, right? So, like, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult, like, on an emotional level for them, right? And they're not saying everything is good this is key like like this gets a plus one from me like as respect is earned and this is a this is a re- earn like obviously winters gets all of our respect but this is like a bonus this is good shit
2: honestly the Codexes get me excited some of the other stuff doesn't so i don't get as excited about it i'm enjoying the missions
0: oh uh, yeah and correct let's stab grot they're not a terrorist syndicate is what you're saying as opposed to us that's right the honest wargamer industrial complex is growing at a huge rate thanks everyone for tuning in live uh like the warhammer industry sorry the honest Wargame industrial complex is growing scary growing it's growing in a big way um like we're doing live hacks from like we we live streamed the largest agency event for 3.0 well for agency three so far on a phone yeah right
1: we're like who knows
0: what can stop us at this point
2: but I don't like the fact that if I was not being sent it for free, I'd have to pay for it. Yeah, we, we can't in good conscience
4: recommend this. I and mean, like to, to a single uh, consumer, yeah. like as, as like a larger gaming group called. Like yeah. you, you can share the points between. Share amongst factions, your friends.
2: But... Buy for your fa- the, the issue will, will, will become like how tournaments like if you, you know, and this is again from a competitive standpoint, if you're going to a tournament and they say you must bring this book.
4: Yeah, bummer.
0: <laughs> that's a great clip we should clip that that's fucking great uh you should bring this book bummer that is that is <laughs> uh, anyway anyway great great suggestion in the uh suggestion box uh from you guys so thank you um uh 3d print the book yeah i will um anyway anyway so great great on uh these guys uh for doing some quality content uh for saying what they think which i think is uh really impressive uh and they should be really proud of themselves as content creators uh, i really do think they need to take a lesson from of the rings to just high quality player to lead the rules writing who'll fix the major issues these days they try to get top players to review rules and give them feedback on these things but their number one mistake is doing all of that they try to ask them to, uh for free, Uh, yes, that's true, Mm. and I agree with Angle, TOs that demand a physical chapter approved, or, um, what's it called, uh, uh, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, GHB, get in the sea, like, just get in the sea, man, like, stop it, um, have they violated their NDA now? No, because I assume these guys will have signed one of the older NDAs. So the older NDAs are different to the newer NDAs, which are like no criticism NDAs. Um, so they'll have signed one of the older NDAs before before we got too serious on it. Anyway, gets a like from me, gets a big thumb. Uh, love that. You know, and they had like, like, how many people watched this video? Uh, where's the views? Like a lot of fucking views. I don't even see the views. Does it not show you the views anymore? What? Anyway. Oh, sixty-four thousand views. Right? So good shit on them. Yeah? That's a lot of people they reach with that 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 bit of the that bit of the video. Uh and I'm pretty certain there's no Games Workshop employee who's watching the entirety of the that video, right? So um uh I think that they should be super pleased. Hey jog! Uh yes, but Jay who runs Lord of the Rings doesn't listen to anyone, says Ellis. Interesting. I, I don't really know much about the Lord of the Rings meta. Uh, so I assume, assume it's like it's whatever it is, right? Um, all that happens when I try to play a different game is I end up, or oh, hold on, uh, play a different game is I end up collecting that as well and I have no room in my house. That's true. All right, next thing I wanted to look at uh, is 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 uh, LVO coverage. Let's go to this. A couple of little things from the LVO coverage, uh, which I think are worth talking about. Uh, number one, uh, the comments. Uh, because they're very funny. Um,
1: uh, uh, wait, okay, so this is the one.
0: Uh, where is it? So I was just showing you people. Um, loads of people loving the coverage, which is really nice. But um, this, uh, f- people being pretty annoyed about the formulators being too cheap. Um uh, outrageous alpha striking from that list. Uh, so bad burb, not a fan of this. Uh, the double turn was crippling. Uh, is that what competitive AOS terrain looks like in the US? Have the organisers heard of Nashcon? Pretty good terrain there. Um, so this is what LVO table one looks like. Miserably poor terrain. I didn't really think about that when I looked at it. So I kind of wanted to like, like there were like three or four comments about the terrain. Um, and I don't want to, the... I don't want to dog on the commentators. And I definitely don't want to hit myself again. So we could shut up. But like, what do we think it's a real question like what do you think of the train i hadn't really thought about that like it's your premiere top table at your major event like are we happy i don't know um seemed a bit basic yeah i don't want to dog on anyone like it's you know i mean it's just (laughs) whatever man like there was a lot of that didn't notice it either way i think is valid that's fair um really low tables as well yeah it looks like something i might be able to do myself compared to bobo tables one to ten that's true decently played but uh the big black chunks look lazy um as a 40k player, I wonder, does the terrain actually do anything? You can still see. So, Goresmith, as a 40k player, that's uh, a great question. Uh, in 18 mile terrain generally tends to do not much, although the T.O.'s were really good. The T.O.'s were really good at this event, and they decided that the players roll for four different scenery effects, which I think was actually really interesting. So, if you have a garrison... Uh, So keyword garrison on a piece of terrain, you're unable to land on it, which is actually really, really important uh, because it effectively makes a piece of impassable terrain on the board, which I think is really excellent for wargaming. They also uh, said that two pieces of terrain could have the wildwood keyword. uh, And so wildwoods make it so you can't see through them as long as you draw a three-inch line. So it's not quite the same as line of sight in 40k, or sorry, or um, line of sight blocking terrain uh in 40k but it's a good start right um there is already uh, a keyword pack that's on the honest wargamer website if you want to go check it out um that if you're running a local event you can apply to terrain i agree i don't think terrain is really fit for purpose for age of Sigmar but the problem is um you don't really have like the motivation to create it like if we can talk about that for a minute like in age of sigma right now there's no one really motivated to create great terrain um for uh, tabletop because we don't have keywords whereas in 40k it feels like you must have you know uh with the wtc leading the way at the launch launch of ninth edition for terrain packs uh, and then since then we've had loads of like uh loads of other people like the lgt itc and well sorry flg specifically uh, flg and then also uh the london guys create um oh and games virtual themselves create their own terrain maps they haven't done the same for age of sigma which i think is a huge miss huge miss like that's what i'd like to see from the next general's handbook like just give us the same missions whatever like you're just going to put some objectives like you can spend the eight minutes that you're going to do to put uh objectives in different places on a map and change the deployment zones Ooh. um um is is warhammer world awful terrain still haven't seen any pictures i would like to see if anyone's got any pictures of the warhammer world terrain for 40k um but uh 3d top tier terrain on the tables black toby interesting is the is the it's back to you talking about the um oh not the squirrel gt uh the one in october i might be doing coverage from that i got an email this morning uh, Raccoon Rumble, yeah, I got an email about that this morning. Um, my event, my weekend is free, so uh, the Raccoon Rumble, which is a 200-person player event in Germany, I might well be going over to do coverage of. I think it's much later in the year, so I feel a lot more comfortable with that sort of large-scale event at that point. Uh, with shooting being such an issue in AOS, terrain rules would go a long way, which is why we created them at the beginning of the edition. Beginning of the edition, I went on to Vince's show, so on Warhammer Weekly to talk about terrain rules. I created a terrain pack, and I created keywords, and I discussed it on the show. I then follow up uh, Colonel Cabbage, like, it added to the pack and clarified it and made some more of uh, terrain rules, which I thought was really good. Um, Vince talked about it again on the show, so, like, I've done that. I did that. Seven months ago, they've been in effect at the arena that we have here at the um, uh, where, where I live stream from uh, we have tournaments where I always use the terrain packs and it minimizes shooting a little bit um, Not minimize it like it doesn't minimize it but like it reduces shooting a little bit, which I think is really good um, Can you publish them they're already published I they're already published look uh, The honestwargamer.com Uh One
3: second uh, not that idiot. go On the block. Uh, uh, they're in here somewhere. Well, they should be.
0: Uh, oh shit! I thought I put them on here. Oh no. Okay. Well then, in which case. I'll put them on here later today. I thought I did that, and my apologies for everyone that I didn't. Uh, Tournament scoring is the score system. Ah, terrain. There you go. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's right at the bottom. Uh, There you go. So here's the link for you guys. So it's
3: already done. Um, uh, And then terrain. There you go. Really easy
0: terrain keywords available at any point uh, uh, thank you to uh, lederhosen fund for donating 6.90 to the show i would very much enjoy wearing lederhosen uh hey ellis uh who runs elysium wargames which is a a, a wargaming venue that looks really excellent and they keep doing upgrades all the time uh we use it at my store every even uh, every even i remember we use them uh every event oh interesting or every even event or something uh says ellis in the chat uh, so there you go. So there's a bunch of terrain rules. Really easy, yeah. Not very complicated. Impassable, garrison, cover, uh, and obscuring. Four keywords for Age Sigma, right? It's not difficult. You can just make yourself four tokens. Those are four keywords. Would love to see that put into competitive Age Sigma. Um, uh, but they did do that. They effectively did that at the LVO. It's really important. They did that at the LVO. Yeah, two garrisonable pieces of terrain, which is impassable, uh, and then you had uh, two. Um, uh, uh, forests or as, uh, as I describe it as obscuring the difference between my obscuring uh, write-up and games workshops obscuring is slightly different but uh, because I would just say if you draw any line across it but I think that would work um, use them at every event uh, oh thanks Ellis well that's nice Ellis uh, have you got any feedback about how it works like and if people enjoy them so I would love to whenever I have people play here at the venue people generally love the terrain rules they're like this is pretty cool I really appreciate this And I'm like no problem like uh is there an AOS based skirmish game? Yeah, Warcry. Warcry. Uh I tend to game with Pittsburgh Generals, so Dave. He puts them in the pack and tokens on the table with rules written so I can actually remember. There you go. Um uh, so easy. Like so we did that seven months ago. Like we've already got that. Uh they used these at warfare this year and added loads to the game. oh i love that i love that just some google doc i wrote has become like something people use everywhere that's fun that's fun that's good i just want people to enjoy the games more and you'll have like you'll you'll change shooting it'll also stop like alpha striking as well like you can do some great move blocking with impassable pieces of terrain you can effectively have like a safe flank which is really cool if you build the right sorts of terrain um uh so yeah like there's there's you can do some really good stuff with this which i think is good uh okay something else i wanted to talk about from the lvo right which like in post um definitely implemented my store oh nice uh yeah it adds so much to the game yes look at me making people have a better time that's that's really cheered me up thanks gang uh hey bruce oakman uh oh they basically use it in uh release the beast events on tts as well oh nice oh oh. um that's cute i'm happy with that that's that's good that was a lot of work for me like a lot of like back and forth um and it might seem pretty simple like (laughs) i mean if you want to send me 25 pounds it's basically the same as writing a chapter approved just saying basically the same (laughs) is there a pdf we can download can't you just download it directly from there how do i turn it into a pdf oh god oh god terrain keywords file uh save as download as a pdf okay uh yeah one second one second uh let me make it a pdf available for you guys if that's what you want can't you just download it as a pdf um uh but I'll, I'll make it a pdf anyway sure uh seems like something easy to do uh uh just posted the best terrain layout i had at warham world in the discord says dan the best terrain layout you had in the live show chat room that's not terrible right that's basically the lgt uh terrain uh one second make it so you guys can see this uh like is that bad
3: uh one second uh that's a picture of me (laughs) uh like that's not
0: awful is it you've got those two l's in the middle uh then you've got some like counter l's like this is the for, this is the AO this is the one that they this is, isn't this the same as what they have at the gts at the american gts this is the same terrain terrain layout um uh no this was the best with the really small l's uh interesting uh come on guys don't make this his head explode obscience is not a planner just to do it uh D load as a pdf works okay all right so you can already download the pdf all right we'll do it yourselves then like i've already done the writing what more do you want from me like i've done plenty i don't think this is bad like is this bad i feel like this is okay like i would say that this is like i mean is this warhammer world premiere gaming experience Fuck no is this like oh like also are those um what sort of mats are they or are they the boards i really need to know what the mats are um rob how does a biker or cover a unit uh, hide and move up says shadow sun uh, they don't like right? which is why the ls in in wtc map layouts are way better um but i mean <laughs> is that a straight shot in the middle that's pretty fucked <laughs> uh, yeah is it neoprene is the mat neoprene um Terrain doesn't look seem bad with AOS hat on, says Rob. Like yeah, but is it like it feels like I don't know, man. Like I've there's better like my terrain at my venue is fucking miles better than this. Like this is trash compared to it. Like I don't mind saying that. Um. Uh, exactly the same. Like big open space in the middle, but also like it's Warhammer world. Shouldn't it be like literally the business? Sure, I don't get this. I don't get this as gamers. Like, oh, don't worry. No, actually, no, I've changed my mind. Like, I, I've already settled on this after Nottingham GT. Warhammer players will play inside of a bin if you get some ITC points. Inside a bin. They'll play inside a bin with no lunch in 45-degree heat or zero-degree heat, like, at tables that are, like, two feet tall or seven feet tall. Landscape or portrait, uh, there is zero... There is no quality assurance at a warhammer event no one cares the toilets can be like toilets can not even be inside they could be flooded like zero zero like uh whose objective markers are they i think those are uh i don't know are those ours, they may be ours. um one world should be gold standard for gaming uh, but all I've ever heard so far is, is far from that. Says Gittly. I agree. Uh, when I went and played Warhammer World during the height of COVID, they took off the sculpted boards for mouse mat gaming mats so they could wipe down between players. Uh, that's nice, Hugo. I think they're also are doing that now because also the old boards were too small. Uh, so they've had to. They haven't. They haven't done it for COVID. They've had to produce mouse mat boards um because you have to have uh like the board's shape size, right? By forty-four by sixty. So um uh, this is why they can sell us 25 books every month yeah as someone who was constantly berating over how much war machine flat terrain was compared to 40k this isn't exactly much better it's not no uh but i never said it was better uh I, like, I mean warhammer world terrain isn't better my terrain on the other hand fucking let's go i don't mind i don't i don't mind owning this not the best like i'm not saying it's the best paint job ever not saying that right so before we go and look at this Don't get all pissy with me and be like oh it doesn't actually look very good rob like it's fine i painted it but like structurally it looks good which is all that really matters um hold on i'm just trying to find it for you was that itc terrain layout no that's games workshop terrain layout right uh like that's games workshop terrain layout uh one second let me go find the store
3: i need to actually launch this probably this month Because I have not done that. And that's pretty embarrassing. Uh, One second. I don't even get this fucking thing. I think if you exclamation mark terrain in the chat.
0: Does that do it? Yes. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Like, I think that looks pretty good. Like, considering I painted it. I think that looks pretty nice. Yeah. That's not bad is it compared um thanks pershaw sure, can confirm had great 40k games at the arena oh good i'm glad like i think that looks pretty that looks pretty slick considering like that's uh the LR one like again my paint job so like you know cut me some fucking slack um the Eldar one i think that looks pretty good you know i don't think it's bad at all um are these for sale now they are for sale now you can if you want purchase these right now uh you can buy a whole board if you want that's not really why i was showing you i was just comparing it i'm just saying me like a like a, a schlub an internet bitch uh and like a child uh who just like doesn't know much at all can produce better so you would think the international company and the home of the business would do a better job than me like me basically uh when is your venue open rob uh it is not open for people to come and just game but there are event tickets available um uh, good in there thanks kitley i appreciate that i did a good job i think um uh right okay so i think oh this is the other thing i want to talk about las vegas okay this is the other thing i want to talk about las vegas because i was thinking about this uh when am i doing a D- mcp event actually really interestingly james is talking to tony moore uh and those guys are potentially putting up an event sometime soon they were discussing it literally james was discussing with me last night uh so soon um uh literally unplayable bruce oakman agreed agreed i haven't actually done any aos terrain yet so i wanted to talk about this event specifically um because uh because it made you watch an advert at the top of the hour every hour and i was like you can't do that at a live event and they were like, "We're not, but you are having to do it if you're watching the live stream because it helps us support the show." So for 60 seconds, you're going to see an ad. So thank you very much for reminding me. Um, okay, the thing I wanted to talk about was uh, in uh, there's Joe. So let's go and let's go and look at this. Uh, I mean, number one, I want to go and talk about uh, somewhere further on in the show. I wanted to talk about the fucking Swole singlet guy. I didn't talk about that. Where is he? Somewhere? Uh, there, oh, yeah, there he is. There he is. Give me that. Look at this absolute monster in the background watching the stream. Look at this. this look at this guy, like making sure everyone behaves themselves at the back of the board. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. When we run an open play tournament arena, never. Uh, right. So the thing I wanted to talk about was this. So, okay, let's get into it so a few uh a few years ago now darren watson of darren list diaries uh and a really great human being uh, and also a very very good competitor kind of like we had a chat on the stream once about some stuff and it really made me rethink uh how i viewed playing the game in some ways um like because like we like he he kind of had this deep dive, which I thought was really interesting when he talked about body language and about how he plays. And I was thinking a lot about Sven, and I was thinking about this. I don't really tend to do post-match analysis. It's not Sven, fucking Sven. That's that's a completely different country, completely different person. Uh, I was thinking about Levan. Sorry, right? I don't really tend to post-match analyze because I don't want to think. I don't want anyone to think that I'm getting at a player because I'm not right but I was trying to talk about the context because this game seemed like it was over pretty early and maybe this particular match was very, very hard for Levan to win anyway. Obviously he knows his army better than I know his army. Um, I think it's true. But this conversation, uh, uh, the conversation around this match is that, that Levan just kind of walked his army into the middle of the board and it got taken off, right? So I think that it's worth discussing I think that it's absolutely worth discussing if you guys are interested in discussing it with me because I think that like several factors potentially have come into play in this particular match one of them being psychology right and one of them being I think not the best play um, uh, uh, thanks Bobbin yeah like it's something we're gonna try and add into the mix in the future Bobbin. but it does require there to be a whole other human being staffing is the issue Bobbin more than anything else okay um, uh, it is the last game of day two event. I would be checked out. It was the last game of a three-day event, right? So I would be checked out as well, right? So I really want to, I really want to talk about the psychology of this match and also the moves that were made and maybe how they tie in with each other, right? And then eventually, I'd like to maybe talk to Levan about it and see if like we're on the right page. Um. Uh. So uh, like the the important point to note. So we go through deployment, right? So it, just to remind ourselves what we're seeing, we've got Gavin. Uh, and Gavin's got a pretty obnoxious strong list, right? He's got a Caesar Sigma Living City list. He's got four formulators that are in deep strike or can put in deep strike, and then a bunch of four dragons that can move in the hero phase and then move again. So he's got 24 inches uh, movement on four dragons that can charge, and then he's got formulators that can move in, shoot, and then move again, and then charge. So he's basically got the ability to perform two three inch charges so he's got two huge smash units with great armor saves they've got three up armor saves that can charge in and delete pretty much anything pretty scary right that's not that's not to add into the fact that he's also got um uh some 30 crossbows to do some shooting uh, up against Levan, who's uh, got um two blocks of 60 zombies he's got drog Fort kicker he's got a vengory lord and he's got like a cast of characters Right, uh, Rob, four dragons, <laughs> just quick one. Did you already discuss the 40k and AOS roadmaps today? Says Nate Myers. I discussed the AOS roadmap earlier today with the chat, uh, basically. Uh, so that is something I, I did earlier if you want to go watch it. Uh, hey, Jeffrey, big love to you. Uh, this uh, is this designed to be the 120 wounds if you can't kill it all, it's not very tactical. Says kids with sis. I wouldn't say that that's not really the case. Like I think it's got some other stuff in there as well. It's got drog, and it's also I wouldn't say the 120. So I saw someone on Twitter be like, "I would never play against 120 zombies. I hate people who chase the meta." And I was like, "You are a dumb fuck, yeah? You are a dumb fuck wearing a dumb fuck hat, and you should shut your dumb fuck mouth up." Because like I was like, "What is that? Like 120 zombies is exactly what you should want to play if you're playing death. It's zombies, man." Like, it's a zombie horde. Like, if you're not playing necromancers raising zombies, like, what are you even doing? Why are you even he- here? Like, 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 <laughs> like, uh, 120 zombies is not the better, though. Yes, Colonel Cabbage! Yes! Charlie started a new job. Colonel Cabbage, you've seen on the show many times. Colonel Cabbage started a, jo- a new job uh it's a really worthwhile job like super good super good i mean all jobs are worthwhile obviously sorry all jobs are worthwhile uh, but he started a new job and it's just great to see him in the chat uh, i hope he's well i hope he's doing wonderfully he's a great human being like check cabbage cabbage, cabbage. um uh right 120 zombies equals 30 to 50 wild hogs you've got it blue cyclone thank you for subscribing for the first uh for resubscribing not recent first time and we do have a first time chatter just painted 40 zombies 40 more to go i'm on your side malcath you carry on right so uh uh like fengory got shot off could have screened his guardian yeah we're going to talk about the play the misplays because i do think he said he misplayed but i would like to talk about why i think he misplayed so let's kind of get to deployment let's try and see it um so we're we putting he's putting down his grave sites okay uh, i think we're at close to deployment now right and there's a particular moment i really want to talk about uh are we still at deployment i think we
1: might
3: still be at deployment uh that's the battle plan no, okay so he's moved now there's a bit
0: there's a bit of body language i wanted to look at if i could find it again Uh, i'm just trying to find it i did mention it on the stream but in post i really really want to discuss it because i think it happens before the first turn movement and i think that gives that gives you some indication
1: for how he's feeling okay so they're still doing terrain there Uh,
3: i'm just trying to find it i don't think it's there um right because
0: so basically there's a moment where he puts two fists two fists on the table okay like, it, like and and to me uh, and darren has mentioned this to me before and this is why i quote in darren on this particular moment uh for me like it, it was a clear indication that he was he was uncomfortable right um right and, and like and, and loads of reasons as to why yeah it's it's his eighth game in three days right fuck that uh, front and center there Rob did I miss it if you can get me a timestamp
1: uh, oh, I'm sorry chat I'm sorry chat uh, somewhere uh, uh,
0: how many players play in LVO AOS it was 170 people um, uh 43 something i believe 43 okay all right well, let's let it play and try and find it shall we uh basically and i'll try and talk about what it is uh so um uh, i'll be playing on that table yeah i mean it's it's uh it's low um so like the point is is that like going into this match and going into deployment let me talk about two things that i think are really really important in age of sigma which don't get talked about enough deployment deployment is when you set up to play and win the game right deployment is when you're planning your moves ahead if you needlessly deploy if you just put models down and you're not sure where you're putting them down or what their job is this unit is going over there to grab that objective this unit is screening this other unit this unit's going to run in front of this other unit to screen you've already lost yeah you aren't thinking because guaranteed your opponent if they're playing at the right level yeah um um is like they're already thinking about it right so that's super important if you're not planning to do this okay uh so i'm just trying to find this particular moment um to point is where you just plink your models down i thought it's true uh, that's absolutely true um levan's a big boy as well right i'd argue that player hygiene is more important than what doesn't get talked about enough some of the events i've been to the sort in of the senses bruce oakman just don't go to these places man i've never been I've been to shit tons of competitive tournaments and no one has stank. Like, I do not know. Where are you based? What country are you in? Because I guarantee I already know the answer. Like,
3: what country are you based in? Right? Right, okay. Let me try to find this
1: particular moment.
0: Australia. (laughs) All right, all right. Well, that's different because everyone's hot as fucking Australia. Right, okay, that's different. Okay. Uh,. Southern Hemisphere. Alright. So I think so Lavano's just cast some spells. Uh
3: like and I'm trying to find the moment. Where is it? Uh forty five. Fair dinkum. Yeah, it's gonna be hot
0: there. Uh, the only issue I've had in the last couple of years is people dropping their guts and stinking out of the place. Yeah, people fart, definitely. That's because also can we talk about the fact that oh i am like let's get into it i i know we're in the middle of something but let's get into it you're right wargamers fart because their diets are terrible because the wargaming convention are like cool you guys can eat just like pre-processed fucking pasties and other shit like you eat terrible food at wargaming events because wargaming catering is generally terrible and so everyone then farts their ass out and it's awful just demand better food
3: um i'm just trying to find this moment okay before we get into the okay maybe it's not going to happen for us chat
0: maybe it's not
1: there it is we found it
0: okay Right, right let's go back
1: let's look at this okay let's look at the van here right
0: now this could just be a comfort pose because the tables are pretty low yeah uh but truthfully like there's lots to learn from this particular match in my like now i could just be this could just be complete hyperbole and it could just be that levana is just trying to be comfortable just trying to analyze what he's seeing and what he's looking at right but in my opinion what this shows right early on is like a lack of like uh like um what's the right word like confidence right or it could just be tiredness but either of those two and actually this is this is huge in wargaming a shout out again to darren darren's a big confidence player right when darren plays he's always bouncing around tom layton also the same bouncing around uh playing his move like tom is always active tom's always asking questions tom's always um like tom's always moving some players are very like very very motivated right now it could just be that like i'm misconstruing this but when i saw that and i mentioned it on sunday like and i've come back to it this shows me that like he isn't sure what he's doing which means he isn't sure what he was doing at deployment right, like, uh, like, and that's not to, again, take, like, I'd like to be really clear that I'm not trying to dog doggle Levan, right, like, I'm not, like, I think he did great over the weekend, he should be really proud of himself, like, like, what I'm trying to say is that there's lots we can learn as players from these live matches, and I hope he's okay to it, right, um, uh oh, The Norn, uh, big shout out to you, the, uh, the organizer of the LVO event that uh, we live stream. so great to have you in the chat, thanks for being here, um, uh, Right, like there's something uh, I've got to say, I just want no fox given confident this weekend and I played the best I ever have. There we go. Thank you, age of something. Like if you are just more confident in your plays, right? And if you know what you're going to do, which is super hard at the end of eight games, right? Like that's super hard. Then you generally... Uh, Like a good example would be, and some people don't play that level of confidence, that big laughy. JP, the Pope Stevens is another person who's got that big, confident, loud energy, right? We've got a load of people who are more reserved. Greg in the chat uh, from Team Wales, he's more reserved as a player. I know that for a fact. Tony Moore, more reserved as a player um chippy rick who played for team england uh, the world's like uh more like reserved player so some people are more reserved but they're still confident in their motions right they're still like decisive in what they're looking to achieve and that kind of has to be that moment where maybe tiredness is, comes into effect um fear of the opponent's army can come into effect right and this really like dictates what we're going to see in the moves in the moment um because This is my mindset in Malaga. I went into each game thinking, all right, I got this. There you go, Aldem. There you go. And thanks for emailing me back, by the way. Uh, Right, Gitley, more reserved player. (laughs) I screamed for three hours. There we go. Uh, I just think he might have been struggling to see how he's going to beat the Living City list. If you can't see the winning path, it could cloud how you play. Absolutely. Right? Now, this is super important. I've tried to replay this game in my head and how I would try to have beat Gavin. Right? Because I think Levan made some good plays. As you can see, that far back right-hand side corner, he dropped Gorslav down as bait. He's like, look, bring your formulators on. Right? Here's my bait. Okay? Right? Like, he played that. Right? But, as you can see here, I think he just didn't have the hope maybe he hoped that the mega gargant would tank the formulators right maybe he hoped that maybe he hoped he could protect all of the mortal wound shooting maybe he incorrectly thought gavin was going to go for gorslav on the right with the formulators right because there's a unit off the board right um uh like and yeah and absolutely levan was the underdog i get that but many of you who are listening might go into batches in the future where you're going to be the underdog in an event right you play against like a Darren Watson or a JP or actually like looking at current tournament results you play against uh, a Mike Stewart an Owen Jackson uh, a uh, Math Mallow uh, I don't know who else was on that list but you play like that's if you're playing in the UK obviously um, if you're playing you know internationally you may play against Gavin at an event because he goes to loads of events you may play at loads of people you and if you're new you're the underdog in most of those situations right um right he saw four dragon uh, fist down right So the idea is that you don't go into those unconfidently. You don't say to yourself, even in a hard matchup like this, that I'm going to lose. Because as soon as you say that mentally, you've lost. You aren't going to make the right plays. You're going to, you already think it's a foregone conclusion. So you're going to go through that process. And you know what? You might be right. But this is the one time where I'm going to tell you that you shouldn't listen to your senses. You shouldn't listen to your instincts. And you should, as a gamer, this is really important. You should absolutely commit to the moment in that you're going to win. Right? Uh, confidence is important whether you show it or not. 100% GitLeague. Right? Uh, uh, he just didn't have enough Iron Blasters. That's also true. His magic is called playing to your outs, which uh, might in turn come from poker. Yes, playing to your outs is true. Because in this situation, to use a, to steal another magic turn a term, Gavin was the beatdown. Gavin had the experience. Gavin had the army. He had the matchup. And probably also had the battle plan, maybe, like, that worked better for him. Right? So Gavin, was, uh, he, he had the beatdown. He had the advantage, ultimately. But you just don't play into that advantage right that's really important um uh i go to every match versus get saying i'm going to lose still not lost must be <laughs> i found playing with confidence meant that when things went wrong i just focused on what next not what just happened i agree like it's it's some i know i know i'm like oh like this isn't like a fucking mindfulness course i'm not charging like 200 to like you know visualize your experiences and like achieve your goals i'm not trying to say that i'm talking about genuine top table warhammer insight in my opinion that i've learned from gamers who i respect and like bill Souza, i assume doesn't go into any match thinking he's losing right i assume he intentionally takes underdog lists to make his opponents overconfident right which is another
3: huge play in loads of different ways right um uh want to win at
0: warhammer buy my new book Winning with confidence. <laughs> now I really want to make... I really, really want to make, like, a fake book. I really want to. Uh, but anyway, uh, not when you, 5e, F, e fvc And yes. Uh, yeah, I love making my opponents over confidence. It's true. Um, don't, Art of War may be watching. It's true. I don't think they will be watching. But anyway. So, okay. Whatever the situation, it feels to me... Now, this could be wrong. Again, Levan, like, was up against it and I feel maybe he felt that too because let's look at what his next plays were, right? Well, let's talk about what he did, okay? So what he did was, uh, with his movement, if we can get into it or uh, we'll, we get close to it because we'll try and get a, a picture of the board again. Okay, there we go. Uh, so uh, I'll try and get a closer shot so you guys can see. Now, it, oh, there we go. Also hugely telling. Watch, watch how I know that Levan had given up. You're about to physically see it. I've taken my turn. There's the chair.
1: Right? I'm just going to sit down now.
0: Right? Big boy. Big tables. Pretty tired. I also sit when I play. But that's mainly to make my, comfort, my opponent feel a little bit uncomfy.
1: Um, like, in
0: my opinion, that was it for me. Whereas Gavin's not ever going to sit down. Like, he knows what he's going to do right like he's not planning on doing that as well right i sit down in most games as well but i think that that was pretty telling right for me right um i sit when i play because i have long covid that's fine i'm not listen i'm not criticizing people who sit when they play i sit when i play right i sit when i play what i'm saying is to me that was like he was taking a seat he was like okay like here's what comes and that's because he put himself in a position to be on the receiving end Okay, so let's talk about what he actually did. He moved dro- for kicker. It's 300, 450, I many points it is. Like 400, 500 point fucking Gargan. And his Vengory Lord. Um, right, I lay down when I play. Um, uh, yeah, look, I, listen, he could have been tired. There's a bunch of different stuff, right? But the play showed uh, like 530, thank you. Um, like the play didn't show that he felt like he was going to do well, right? Because he moves, he moved his Gargan and he moved his vengori lord into the middle of the board right and he did not screen it i have no idea why he has two blocks of 60 zombies right those blocks of 60 zombies can not regenerate the vengori lord and the mega Gargant cannot regenerate yeah they can't come back from the gravesite they are one shots in the game and he's put them in the middle right in front of four dragons and the ability for those formulators to come up from the board edge okay no screen he has no intent of countercharging. He has no intent of trying to control the board space and make it so this unit here in front of him isn't going to like fight him. He's like, I'm gonna, you're gonna fight me. There's nothing I can do about it. So I'll walk towards you? Question mark. Like again, tiredness. But I don't think it was. Uh... He plays his heart out round six and seven. Uh, the Norn, you were there. Do you feel like that there was a difference between his like emotional state rounds, f- the round before and after? Like, when you talk about this, like, a lot of people are going to say that this is just a miss. Like, this is why I, I want to defend Levan here, not attack him. What I want to say is this... A lot of people are going to say this is a misplay, which I think is a misplay due to lack of skill. And I don't think this is a misplay due to lack of skill. I think it's a misplay due to tiredness uh, and maybe, like, a defeated attitude, right? Because I think there were some players that he could have put here, right? I think he could have put these... Like, like why... I mean, why commit at all? Like, he's not going to get across the board, Okay. He's not going to fight those dragons. Those dragons outrange him. They outfight him. Yeah. Those crossbows also, as you can see here, have 24 inch uh, shooting attack. And he's moved the zombies into range as well in the center of the board. They're a block of 60 zombies. You can just backboard your whole army, right? Like, there's absolutely no reason for you to bring your army forward, right? In this particular fight, Gavin has to be the aggressor. Gavin's got some range shooting, sure. Right? But I would have brought Drug kicker from the right hand flank and moved him over into the center, right? So that I could eventually threaten the crossbows. I'd have pushed the um so I would have basically retreated effectively. Um moved into the middle uh, with Fort Drogkicker and the Vengory Lord, who are fast, right? Put them within threat range of those crossbows, then the dragons would have come over, maybe the Forminators would have come over and they would have fought on the flank, and sure okay because of the double turn they would have also then punched into the two characters in the middle and taken that objective of course right but gavin didn't like gavin was in such a driving seat having been given these two units on the left hand side that he's fine he's fine with it right if it if it would just been 60 zombies Maybe Gavin would have gone into the 60 Zombies, right? Maybe he'd been like, you know what? I'm going to go into the 60 Zombies with the Dragons and the formulators. I'm going to take him off the board, right? He may have, right? But in this position, when he knows he can lift them off, he's in a good place. Uh, uh, You might not have done those things if you were there in the moment, though, Rob. Per short, I agree. That's also a really good point. Like, this isn't me saying I'm a better general and I would have done a better job. This is hindsight, 100%. Right, this is one of the first times I've looked at a match back in post. Right? So I want everyone to be crystal clear that I'm a terrible general and I would never have even got to the top eight and I would have not been in Levan's position to do what I was doing. Okay? Right? There's the statement. So I don't need to even qualify anything more, right? But what I'm hoping to do by analyzing it is give you guys an opportunity in the future when you're playing a game to be like so just don't walk forward towards the enemy who's going to kill me like no you achieve nothing by that okay let your opponent run to you um i like uh like this is important like this is this is so we all learn right as a group right if i was a half decent player maybe i would have done well that's sure right so in this particular position i particular position i think he doesn't achieve anything right um uh, he was scared of being boxed in, and that just left himself exposed and said, there you go, uh, right? So I think what he could have done is just moved his army back. And you're right, he could have just got boxed in. Yeah, he could have been swamped. I call them swamp lists, right? Where um, you run forward with a bunch of these different... Uh, so the dragons and the formulators could have swamped in and got him, but then that would have given him the ability to counter charge. right? He's quite spread out like he didn't need to sacrifice and also when the zombies die this is really important his list is designed for the zombies to die and then come back to life that's literally how this army plays so sacrificing the giant and the vengory lord in order to get the zombie safe is counterintuitive to how the list plays so you screen with it right and that's what i'm trying to get at right Uh, Like, he could have done more with this, and I don't think it's because of skill, because he obviously got himself into a great position in the tournament. I think it's just because of motivation, right? And lots to be learned from that. Lots to be learned from that. And, And lots of people in the chat kind of mirroring that feeling that if you go into the game more confident, which is very hard after eight games, again, qualify that. It's very hard. Like, then you absolutely, like uh like you'll do better go into your games more confidently right that's what i'm trying to say go into your games more motivated and less like okay we're well gonna take my toys off anyway so here they are i don't understand giving him a gargant and a Gory lord doesn't make any sense to me right that's what i would say baby thought he was so disadvantaged in the match up that he thought his only hope was to go for the mad hail mary play but like i just don't see what the hail mary play is here was it a charge was it a 12 inch charge because i don't think it was like there was no hail mary play here there was no long bomb charge there was no nothing right a real long bomb charge would have been putting a bunch of dudes in a gravesite and just going for that nine inch charge early on that would have been a long bomb charge right um uh, he wanted to use the zombies as the hammer says colvin mark now i agree with that but then why move the zombies into range of 30 crossbows okay there's lots to um there's lots to break down but like and i thought at the time he could use the zombies as the hammer sure but the zombies regenerate right like you screen off like you should use the gargant at least um uh like i think it's a screen and that's where because that's where some of the criticisms are going to come from not against Levan but against the Formulator list. A lot of people are gonna see that Formulator list and just be like, oh, I saw it take off a Mega Gargan in one go. And sure, Formulators are pretty dumb for how much output they have and they're even more dumb in Living City, because we haven't talked about that yet and that's something super worth talking about. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um the thing for me here is is i don't know why you would just give up your models right and it's something worth talking about because it seem it makes everything seem worse it makes the unit seem more powerful and it makes uh it makes living city and it makes this whole thing seem stronger right that's all i'm going to say um uh yeah he basically fucked it up but probably due to self defeat and tiredness that's what i'm trying to say right which is super hard to do right so huge love to levan right i hope i hope like, he understands that, like, it was meant with love, right? Recognition of that tiredness, recognition of this, right, is all there. Um, like, the recognition of all that love is, is is going out to him. Just, it's a really good talking point in this particular match, right? And also, uh, a shout-out, a shout-out to uh, Joe and also being able to get that live coverage where we got that sort of player um body language that we're seeing there like really has made me rethink coverage being able to see the players see that see that physicality from how the players have acted is actually really important gave me an opportunity to see that which i rarely get an opportunity to see has made me rethink coverage in a huge way something i'm going to go back to look at in the future so um with the ability to move more times in multiple phases and the ability to remove stuff at range gavin was always in the driving seat i agree um, ultimately it was a battle plan to beat him, but like Pete he could have like he could have done the classic, like like Gavin gives him the first turn, he's like, cool, just roll the dice and be like, all right, your turn. Mystic Shield, they're gonna have Van Hels, it's your turn. You could just do that. Like you like you've got loads like he'd screamed with the corpse cart, right? He screamed out with the corpse cart here. So he could have given himself some real opportunity to defend on at least a flank from the formulators for a turn right and then it puts him in the driver's seat also don't forget as you get to round three you've got the ability to lift up a, an objective right uh uh but it was the best it can be a uh, corpse cart screen was bad i thought the corpse cart screen was good i thought the corpse cart screen was good in my opinion uh uh, removing the objective in this uh, battle plan is huge i agree dave so there's that to play for right there's the ticking clock gavin's also got like an i mean ugh, i mean gavin absolutely smashed it but there's also an output issue right like there's a huge output issue in this army in that you've got to get through the mega gargant the vengory lord and the uh, zombies and he gavin did it in two turns sure on the double i don't know if he would have mega committed though had it been d- more difficult to get the formulators in do we really think he would have committed uh, with everything in a turn maybe you would maybe he wouldn't uh, if he just does nothing turn one i think gavin also just does nothing turn one and puts him back in the same position but then you've got the prior role pete right you do nothing turn one gavin does nothing turn one you do the prior roll. yeah then you give the turn to gavin you win it you give the turn to gavin right gavin wins it he gives the turn to like why have you got to move on this battle plan right you've got a monster monsters takeover. right you've got run three units that's not a problem but right? you've got that achieved um like what are you doing like i think i think you're in an okay place you can make it like you make it so you get to turn three the priority roll, and uh see where the objectives go if gavin doesn't go in now gavin probably always was going to go in and it wasn't going to be a problem but you could be there Um uh, so what you're saying is stare at each other for three rounds and play chicken 100 percent. and i've seen lots of players do this on this battle plan and it's a very common tactic um if he deployed heavy on one side and shifted defensively full onto one flank the game could have played vertically that's interesting ross that's an interesting take um uh like uh, chicken except with dragons yeah <laughs> yeah like that's it's really common so really common tactic really common tactic when someone like happens a lot a player wants you to walk into the midboard in gavin's situation it doesn't really matter because he's got the ability to like put his two big hammer units into your uh, into your face at any point that he wants to. Double move on the dragons, formulate a deep strike and move. So he's got the opportunity to do that. So it doesn't really matter. But some players are gonna want you to just move into the middle of the board. And if they do, just like they're like, ha, I go first. Oh, no, you go first, move into the middle so I can fight you. Just be like, okay, no, Mystic Shield, Command Ability, your turn, right? Put the pressure back on them. They're gonna have this whole plan in their head. And then you're just gonna flip it back, give them the turn back in under 60 seconds. Watch them panic and sweat right have a great game um i often sit back as much as possible make the opponent overextend, this gilly talking about lumineth yeah that's true i just feel bad about not scoring that kind of thing i always feel the need to go forward why why do you need to feel to go like score your battle tactic right hold an objective do a run score your score your uh score your objectives you're in a good place yeah
1: um pete Pete you're absolutely
0: right Uh, like like Pete's right problem Peter said problem is they both sit in their deployment zones for three turns Gavin has the movement range and burst output to act quickly in the final two turns to seize the points needed he does you're absolutely right he does have the opportunity right to do so but you could change the order of the priority if you sit for three turns right you could go second in round three as an example and you could lift up one of their opponents, which forces Gavin to move, right? Which then puts you, Then if Gavin takes one, then you're two for two, right? And then you're in a fight, which feels pretty good, right? And then you've also got the double, three to four. Like, there's really good play. There's really good play available to you. Does I, do I think, do I, I think Gavin's army beats Levan's army most of the time, right? Statistically and mathematically, most of the time. But it doesn't mean you don't have play right that's super important it doesn't mean you don't have play right like that's all i'm saying doesn't mean you don't have an opportunity right imagine that big double three into four if that's the situation right um uh uh, people think about killing each other dudes after rather than going to score points it's true okay Um, I wish I had another game I could cut to to show you an example of this in the future but as we do more live coverage uh, over this year I will show some examples and this was fun to kind of break down and talk about because it was fun and like and it was interesting and I hope both players kind of like can have a conversation about it right Um, it's more time for someone else to make a mistake yeah. Let's talk about the three, let's talk about the three levels of being, of playing a game. A beginner, intermediate, and expert, okay? Really important to break down always when we're talking about playing games. Beginner, both of you make mistakes, someone just fucking wins, doesn't matter, right? I would say, uh, I don't know, eight, let's pick an arbitrary number, let's say 80% of Warhammer players are in the category of beginner, right? Uh Uh any scope for tts vod reviews talking through options maybe but i just don't like how tts looks man i think like i just that's i just don't like how it looks ultimately like i would like to do that with like in live games uh personally uh uh so that's number one uh 60 sure all right okay uh so that's beginner uh rob what's the battle tactics to look for when sitting back well you you don't have to do anything until turn three in age of sigma like Age of Sigmar is primed for you to do nothing until turn three if you don't want to you've got monsters take over because you've got a monster you've got to run three units right and if you've got three monsters you're fucking loving that life right if you're super good right you have two deep striking units in your list and then you're doing ferocious advance right and you're grabbing two back you just deep strike two units turn three you'll be like cool there's that battle tactic fucking nailed it Right? So you could, I mean, you don't have to do anything until turn four if you don't want to. But then that turn three priority roll, as long as, don't forget, you can lift an objective in turn three, means you can be playing for that. Does it work all the time? No. Is it something that's interesting? Absolutely. Yeah? Does it work really well against castle builds? It does. A castle build wants you to charge at it so it can shoot at you. And with the exception of Lumineth and their long range shooting, and I guess long strikes, like, you know, uh, like, you're okay sitting back sometimes. Uh, you have to do something against 30 in range shooting. That's true, standpoint. That is absolutely true. Yeah, and in that match, it's different, right? But there wasn't 30-inch range shooting here, right? There was 24-inch range shooting. Uh, well, 30, I guess, with the movement. Uh, 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 every four years or so, they change the rules, and we're all beginners again. That's true. So, beginners, you both you make a mistake, right? You make mistakes. That's beginner. You make mistakes, 80% of Warhammer players, okay? You're a beginner level player, okay? Which means you've got loads of opportunity to learn, which is thumbs. It's where I'm at right now, okay? About to start playing with my Deepkin army, I'm a beginner, okay? I wanna try and control shooting with Forgotten Nightmares, hoping it stays in the new book, yeah? Need to learn how to do that, need to learn what units to do that, how to rotate the board state, what I can do well, in what positions, beginner, okay? Beginner. Intermediate, you don't make any mistakes okay you don't make any mistakes okay that's huge not making any mistakes is huge really important you screen well you move your object like you you think out your plans you've like you put the units in the right positions you don't make any mistakes massive very few people are in that category already very few people the final advanced this is really important this is really important that's when you make your opponent make mistakes like Tom Whitbrook says in the chat earlier, making your opponent make mistakes is actually really, really key. Like you like you bring a really strong army, your opponent gets panicked and, and does the wrong thing. You make your opponent make a mistake. Yeah. um, You know, you be really fast with your turn. Uh, you know, you put loads of pressure on them time-wise. Your opponent makes a mistake. You just make good plays. Good example would be uh you know you have a like a small pretty fighty hero next to a big monster or you leave out a piece of bait so your opponent charges it with its big strong unit and then you can counter charge with your big strong unit yeah meaning they made a mistake they put themselves out of position right they're out right so like big mistake time um exposed much worse if they move from memory uh uh, you need a minimum of ten games with your new arm before you get uh, get out of your kitty pool. A hundred percent. Like you got to put reps in, basically. Uh, intermediate is less like is less like than five mistakes or something. So it's like so th- those are the categories, and that's really interesting when you actually look at the table state, because you're trying oftentimes both two both Age of both Warhammer players, from my experience of watching them, are often trying not to make mistakes, which is well, that's not actually often. The, the not making mistakes part is actually pretty fucking rare. Like, truthfully, the amazing big plays are when someone makes their opponent make a mistake. Love that. I absolutely love when their opponent uh, makes, uh, like, makes their opponent make a mistake, right? Uh, like, that's key, in my opinion. Like, that's key because it's a it should be a game of chess right like you want your opponent out of position right and sometimes you can bully them out of position because your units are stronger they don't have any options they've got nowhere to go again talking about magic the gathering terms they don't know their outs um uh but like not making mistakes or making your opponent making mistakes is huge right uh it's just like chess but with 25 pound books yeah and 800 pound (laughs) armies capitalizing on mistake is different than forcing it yes and forcing it is is an advanced play yeah capitalizing on mistakes is just beating up beginners okay they're different right force uh, forcing mistakes is a key proponent of playing incredibly well yeah capitalizing mistakes is just beating up bunnies right they're different and one isn't better than the other yeah well no one is better than the other forcing a mistake is better than another Uh, uh i guess i should say making an opponent have a mistake from angle shooting is rubbish angle shooting is different uh what you're talking about is being over the top i'm not talking about that like i'm talking about baits plays tricks gorslav was one in this particular game if we just go back to it for a moment yeah on the far right hand side you can see there's gorslav on the far left hand side not being screened not being protected against uh yes yes cabbage dinner on yes cabbage dinner on the, the dinner on the friday you staying at mine uh okay 100 percent. when you can make your opponent fail for bait yeah so gorslav was there if the formulators came out of deep strike and went for, for gorslav and into these zombies i think he was going to try and fight the formulators with the zombies maybe um there's a the position right that's that's uh an advanced play right um uh there we go right beginner you're focused on what your army's doing intermediate you're focused on what your opponent's army is doing expert you're focused on what your opponent is doing yeah pretty sure that's a nice way of putting it as well like <laughs> like it's a nice way of putting it like most games most warhammer games are people just coping they're like "What oh, are my rules what are my rules oh i forgot that rule yeah well that puts him in that category right hey quinn hello 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 um uh nice uh right okay well i think that was fun i don't know what you guys thought about that i would like to look at some games in the future um obviously i was able to do that game because i obviously did commentary of it and covered it uh pretty well um, if you thought it was helpful, then then let me know. If you think I was just being a preachy bitch, then it's your time to say in the chat whether or not you thought it was useful or helpful. Um, my advice players is to go to the box before I drop. That's good. Related to this, you think Siegler telling his opponent in the LVO semi that he thought he had lost and it was over was tactical at all? Okay, Ixtab, we actually talked about this uh, on the 40k show a few months ago. Um, it was a show where we talked about... Uh, it might have been even longer than that. It was a show when we talked about gamesmanship okay so sportsmanship and gamesmanship being two different things okay um just to be really quick sportsmanship is just a good person right i mean i I didn't mean to move that like no problem you know you can take it back like sportsmanship is probably going over the top in what is a competitive setting uh, effectively Uh, so that's sportsmanship Uh, gamesmanship um gamesmanship is where you do things like uh Siegler did where he's like ah oh, I think I'm in a bad position here right and maybe you make your opponent overconfident okay now in lots of different ways game, uh Warhammer is a really interesting uh sport slash competitive game because it's communicative we talk to each other loads we communicate back and forth all the time and in that is loads and loads of mystery and also loads of fucking lies uh, just a quick one uh, just talking about aos worlds because this is fun this is fun you will see over the next insert however many uh months three months until the aos worlds you will see members of team england team america and all the other teams posting pics of their different army lists and their different practice practice games online which is which is gamesmanship yeah right which is them being like oh maybe i'm gonna run all of these wardens in this list and really they're lying it's a lie right (laughs) right it happens all the time right happens all the time happens loads someone asked me why i didn't have um uh, whenever we did when we did the super series Right, when we did the Super Series and we did, uh, you know, the teams put their cards in and then you speak to the opponent, or you speak to the players and like the captains and somehow they both think that they did the best that they ever could in the pairing process. And you're like, okay, all right, fair enough. Right, if you've ever listened to two top um, top end players talking to each other, they're not, okay, let's be really clear, they're not lying to each other, but they aren't helping each other. Okay, they're being very clear and they're also being very honest about what their units do how far they can go all of that stuff so no angle shooting like you're talking about in 40k like you're talking about in other game systems in my experience everyone's being very upfront with what they can do okay but what they'll say like an example they'll be like okay my bacilladon can move this far and it could do this shooting and then their opponent will be like okay how many shots what damage this is they'll be like okay but like, but i don't think i'll kill your lord of change I don't think I'll kill you a lot of change, right? Now that, the second, the first part's all the truth. The second part is the bluff, right? The second part is like the, I don't think I'll kill you a lot of change, which is basically like, put your lot of change in the way so I can shoot him because I do think I can, um, like, I don't think, oh, I'm in a bad position here. Not certain, like, uh, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be able to kill them like so then they charge your guys right there's lots of that lots of that communication right or like i mean there's there's gamesmanship at loads of levels right there's stuff that i don't necessarily agree with like negging as an example you know you're like oh you failed that cast you really needed that didn't you like that's pretty rough like but people do that you really needed that cast you really needed that it's a shame you didn't get that because then the person starts obsessing about what they needed and not what they need to do right there's lots of that right so that happens you needed that that would have been good it would have been cool if you'd have had that right uh my goal for this weekend's game is to remember my rules have fun and don't date in gotcha moments which is really important if you're thinking about taking tactical advice from your opponent that's probably a bad idea <laughs> yes it's like when i put my artifact on my Grimrath berserker so my opponent will go after him and then i come around with my magma droth and uh, hit his back lines there we go vols and riot uh <laughs> Uh, earplugs on, uh, earplugs and the intermediate player doing no mistakes, it's true. Oh no, I don't, uh, I think I do that sometimes accidentally. Now, what's really interesting, thank you, Age of Something. Some people are accidentally using lots of gamesmanship and they don't really know because the sort of person that they are, as an example, I'm loud. I'm sure you guys know that I'm loud I'm over the top as a person right? I get excited I get hype yeah I'm always asking my opponent questions I'm always like like that's because that's how I like to play like and my mind is racing I want to get in my opponent's head I want to understand what's happening in their head I want to unlock them uh one of my most uncomfortable games ever was Tony Moore because he gives fuck all away and it really bothered me and I was like so he kind of did it back to me right but that's what I like to do right like to get into people's heads, like mess around, like try and control the game that way, right? Like I don't think I do anything untoward, right? But I'm a loud, obnoxious person, right? Some people don't f- like that. Some people find that uncomfortable. They don't like that as a gaming experience, right? They're like that. That's not really who they are. And so I, I, I unintentionally, I unintentionally, probably give them not the best like tactical. Uh, headspace to play inside of similarly some people communicate not at all they're really quiet they're on their phone a lot they don't interact with their opponent a lot like they don't give anything away like a poker face right now that just might be who they are as people maybe they're uncomfortable maybe they're socially awkward maybe they just don't want to fucking talk to you right that's fine again that is gamesmanship but unintentionally because it's who you are right So you've got loads, loads of gamesmanship that happens. You don't really realize, which is why you can have some very exciting games at the top tables when you know how players play, right? And how their personalities interact. It's going to be very interesting to see. Um, Unintentionally. Yeah, so Grimgar, what I mean is by unintentionally, yeah, is I like, I'm unintentionally a very like loud, confident person. Like I don't like, it's just who I am that's by nature who i am right and i ask a bunch of questions because i'm genuinely interested and i'm genuinely excited but at a certain point yeah i know that there's a question that i can ask or something i could do yeah which is me trying to be involved in my opponent's game right now in some cases i'll act that out and sometimes i won't that's on my choice but everything up to that is unintentional because it's just who i am by nature if that makes sense um uh so like the options are there. For some people, there are no options. They don't have command of themselves as people, right? Yeah, it's hard to recommend to your opponent that they should probably kill your main synergy model like a calithalar, but then it sucks if you make them fail a battle shot test and they didn't realize how impactful she was. Even though you described the rule, that's sometimes not enough for them to process the impact. You're absolutely right. Um, uh, this game attracts many people with weird quirks and mental issues, so forcing uh, a bad time. Uh, like, I, don't think, uh, I don't think that's true. Like, again... Like, i think there's lots of people in the community of various uh mental health stages uh thanks max for joining patreon that's pretty cool of you uh big big love to you um like but um like it's it's a vibrant community full of all sorts of people and i've generally 99 percent of the time i've only seen good interactions on the tabletop uh that's super important uh have you ever had anyone uh has have you ever had anyone as you to shut up has anyone ever told me to shut up is that what you're asking um uh, anyway all right okay good that's good i think i talked about gamesmanship well enough i've just been talking a lot now and not looking at anything so let's get back to looking at things shall we i miss the line between teaching the game and winning matches that's true that's true that's tough as well uh my intention is to laugh more feel a bit uh i feel i'm a bit too serious trying to remember all the rules that can happen uh uh, ask. Has anyone ever asked you to shut up? No. I've only ever had um just I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I have won uh a um oh what is it called? Uh the Warhammer World event where it's all based on sports votes. Won that. Uh only been once. Just FY. Won best sports multiple times at events. Just saying. <laughs> uh this is uh this uh, is a 3d design from a company called piper makes so piper makes makes these uh, you can find them online um uh, have you if you have the emotional intelligence to engage in gamesmanship you should have the emotional intelligence to know when to let up uh nap god agree and i would like to think that i'm at that place as a player and a person uh, but that does require that does require a skill set which some people don't have super important okay super important to remember okay um uh so there we go right okay unless anyone's got anything else worth talking about today i might just do some fucking painting like we've covered some good stuff covered some good stuff today i think uh like it's been pretty good oh adam blake thanks for joining patreon what shut up shut up if you join patreon for 25 pounds shut up that's crazy thanks man i don't know if you're watching live but what up uh, Patreon is, other than direct cash donations, the best way to support the show Anyway, um, what else is going on in the world? Uh, I don't think there's anything else that's been happening today G-dubs have not released anything I mean, it's been a pretty busy weekend uh, What's everyone uh, What's everyone else like? Sportsmanship, Spice Finish my Eastlings during the show, time to sleep Good night, uh, Nemasaur Zandrek uh, I love a bit of mind games with some people Absolutely not with others Feel uh, very dependent on the dynamic at the table That's true, that's true per sure uh i agree um have you sent the mail to Clement? Uh, call me quinn i may have i don't know yet i think we should talk about my 4-1 star drake list (laughs) so i will be doing the event results show tomorrow okay because ziggy and rob will have put all the stats in so we'll be doing the event results and then also the stats so that's tomorrow's show um basically uh uh oh no uh there was a minor post on Warcom about Harlequins. I actually love Harlequins. So I'd love to know what that is. Um, Where is it? What? Is it about the Eldari Codex? Actually, I haven't looked at this yet. So I'm going to look at this with you guys because I haven't looked um at this. But we'll look at it in 60 seconds because it's the top of the hour. And at the top of the hour every hour, you're going to get Fire and Fade, which is a 60-second ad break to just fucking vibe. Uh, so enjoy that now. Um, uh, like and he didn't receive the email oh wait didn't he all right i'll email him thanks call me quinn uh yeah i feel i've got to be able to feel it out because the bottom line yeah it's true right okay so the path of preview we revealed some incredible new eldari miniatures and then they announced the codex they didn't announce the codex during the live reveal did they
3: <laughs>
0: what They did not announce this. Okay, we should talk about the fact I just released like a Proxima Scaven Cure Army for like $150. What US? That's amazing. Scryer Army. Where from? Um, Oh, we need the Dave quote. I need the Dave quote. Let's go find it. What's it? What is the. Has anyone got the uh, the Kickstarter link for. um, Because I closed the tab like an idiot. Has anyone got the Kickstarter link for. uh the the mini wargaming thing uh mantic that's pretty good that's pretty good mm. okay all right eldari uh give me uh a k give me a p give me an i what's it spelled kpi <laughs> kpi kpi uh right anyway so we didn't see this announced in the announcement show and instead uh we we got it in a sec a separate kpi based warhammer community article um wait he did an eight hour giveaway stream yesterday a giveaway every eight minutes shut up i mean you would though if you made a million dollars gilly uh uh
1: something about battle sisters on steam
0: vr all right ziggy thanks uh uh like how much did their Kickstarter make? I need to go find it. Hey, mark your calendar. Warhammer forty thousand
3: battle sister will be arriving on Steam VR. Oh my god. Let's watch this. Okay. So we haven't seen anything. So Steam VR. Do I really want to be in VR in
0: Warhammer 40K? do you do you want to be in do you be, want to be inside like uh got over 800k yesterday on the stream uh yeah Gittly, what's the link oh, i'm gonna have to go find it uh the state of the art is not where it's at yet no i agree uh thank you tristan thanks tristan so like oh wait what's this the zilfrin Skyhold. all right tristan i'll have a little look see what have we got here baby <laughs> Silph and Skyhold arrange a 3D-printable Steampunk Dwarf-themed scenery for tabletop gaming. <laughs> Games Workshop are so fucked! They're so fucked, man! Like, they're, like... STL-print license for $300. Uh, thanks, Tristan. Um, so, they're so fucked. They've, they're, so there is now KO... Terrain, so this is KO terrain, right? Basically, is what we're saying. So, KO terrain is available right now. Uh, like, when do you get the STL? Like, is there a shipping thing? Reach the soaring heights. Uh, that is the shit. That is good, right? Like, uh, KO terrain. Uh, we should do it. We should do a video for the YouTube thugs. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay hello welcome to the small game i'm your host rob uh today we're looking at some exciting news i'm obviously joined by the twitch chat there you can see them uh, in the chat uh, we are joined by the twitch chat and we're going to be looking at something pretty exciting now it's not come from games workshop but carriage and overlords are getting terrain sets available if you're a big ko fan if you love carriage and overlords and you want to see them you want to you want to exemplify a skyport on the tabletop well then don't you worry about it the Zilveren skyhold is available via a kickstarter um like this is brilliant uh so this is the opportunity to uh, build uh, scenic boards for your age of Sigma tables at home or in your local gaming stores and uh you are able to uh you know join this kickstarter now we're not sponsored by this kickstarter i haven't backed this kickstarter yet as you know, if you've ever tuned to the show, you might not have ever tuned to the show. I'm a huge proponent of 3D printing, especially for terrain, because you're able to do some sweet-ass uh, boards for competitive Sigmar, uh, which look really thematic and good. Um, I love when Rob uses stuff I link off for a YouTube video. It makes me feel like I'm on a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Tristan. Uh, man, it would have taken me ten minutes to pronounce the first minute of this video. Uh, the Zilvan Skyhold: a range of 3D printable steampunk dwarf-themed scenery for tabletop by Tired World Studio. Not sure what they're tired of. But let's take a look. Let's take a look at the video now. Ooh. I actually don't think that's a smoke machine i think that's actually a smoke uh, graphic that's being thrown over the top hey is that the games workshop is that the
1: games workshop pipes in there
3: are they
0: hey rob where else can i get the table with great 3d printed terrain at affordable prices <laughs> Shut, shut up, chat. That does look like sector Mechanica stuff. Am I out of my mind? No, I'm not saying they can copyright pipes. Obviously, like and based off the fact that the fucking mini wargaming are doing chaos space marines, I'm pretty certain. I made this statement on Friday, and I would like to see if anyone can challenge on it. I'm pretty certain Games Workshop owns zero IP pretty certain they own probably zero like i think close to zero is what they own i'm trying to think of what they might uniquely own but
4: hi guys this is
1: scott from tired world studio I'm super
4: excited.
0: Okay, thanks, Scott. We don't need any more from that, but I appreciate you loads and absolutely. Is that, are we Scott, are you rocking a mullet? Because I'm on your team. As I said I want to grow a mullet this year. This is party. This is fucking business at the front, but we've got big party at the back. Let's go. Huge love for this, Scott. Yeah, big love. Like, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Big love on that front.
1: Right, right, let's watch the whole video.
4: Introduce our first Kickstarter campaign,
1: Zilver and Skyhold.
3: All right, okay. Nice, nice, nice.
2: Zilver and Skyhold is a range of 3D-printable, steampunk dwarf-themed scenery for your wargaming table or RPG session.
0: Is he Dwight Schrute's son? Is that who he is? Is he... <laughs> is he Dwight Schrute's son? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I really like, the, uh, I like this bit, especially if you wanted to play Warcry. Like, you could do Warcry on, like, a board like this. This would work really nicely, right?
2: We've been working super hard on this full-time for the last several months, and we need your help to bring it to market. So check out the campaign down below, and thanks, heaps for watching, mates.
0: Is he an Aussie? Is he a Southern Hemisphere, bro? You're right. A mullet is Kickstarter in the front and rolling dice in the back. That's exactly correct. Yeah. It is Colonel Cabbage. It's not Colonel Cabbage. It looks nothing like Charlie. Um, also, Charlie can't grow hair anymore, so uh, I haven't seen Scott in person forever. Seeing him on the show in that video is hilarious. Do you know Scott? Can you message Scott and tell him that we love his mullet? Like, big fan. Party at the front, business at the back. We're on it, Scott. Like drop him a message. A Melbourne Duda. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, so please drop him. Anyway, so like this thing's already been kick started, but let's look at what we actually get. Okay. Um, uh, so what do we get as a kit? What well, started out to design a single piece? We'd always wanted to see. ah uh, whatever. Uh, Tower studio has been hard at work on this range for several months like, just one time just be like dudes i just i smoked a load of weed i designed some stuff on my computer while listening to nelly Furtado fucking like tunes on spotify just say that just say that i'll, I'll fucking, i'm jonesing on that that doesn't bother me yeah like, that's fine with it just be like i just got fucking messed up on lsd and then i just was like i should do a skyhold yeah and then i did it right <laughs> shout out to Nelly to <laughs> 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 what year is it? Are you telling me Scott isn't a bit of a hipster? That he isn't being like, I'm not listening to any modern music. You know, people are like shout Tay Tay at him. He's like, What happened to Nelly? He's got like, he's got a Nelly Fatale t shirt. There's no way he doesn't. Um... <laughs> anyway, right. What well, I want to start out is design a single piece that we'd always wanted to see. The impressive centerpiece kit of the range quickly ballooned into a full range of models to cover an entire dwarven steampunk table setup. The coal range includes building, scatter, and platforming system to allow you to reconfigure your tables. The initial range includes 12 kits, totaling 49 models. Right? However, two additional kits have also been created as part of our stretch goals, which will be ready as soon as they are unlocked. Okay. Um, uh, it's called the creative process. I know. I absolutely believe that that's the creative process. My creative process is manically playing computer games till 4 a.m. Uh, and then panic streaming. Uh, <laughs> it's my creative process. <laughs> uh now nah, he's just uh, gotta get through this by daniel beddyfield great tune also thank you um right uh tide world studio has been hard at work on this range for several months stop saying it stop saying it you keep saying you've been hard at work for several months i believe it less the more you say it okay just say you sat in a coffee shop in melbourne yeah drinking some pea lattes you designed it in cad and you fucking loved it uh, models have been designed with 3D printing in mind, ready to print right out the box. Kits are designed and prepared for the most appropriate type of printing for the scale and detail level for that particular model. Larger kits are set up with FDM print in mind, love that. Uh, and print without supports or include pre-supported parts which are appropriate, love that. The smaller, more detailed kits come pre-supported for your resin printer uh, where appropriate. Some of the smaller, more detailed components of the larger kits also come with the option of resin uh, FDM. Love that as well, that's fantastic. Um, I made this Eldar thing over a few hours while listening to the war game before. You did, Shadow Sun. You did. Uh, the more complex kits come with detailed parts. Uh, okay. FDM components have been part, uh, parted to fit on a 200 by 200 bed, uh, which is nice. Um, so th- those are for smaller print beds, basically. That doesn't matter to some people. Uh, all models have been printed and tested on a Prusa Mark i3 and an Elego Saturn. Uh, the very coolest of cool. Uh, like, ultimately, let's look at some pictures um Of this stuff. So, oh, look at this little Skyport. Have they put the Duardin logo on the barrels, dudes? I'm gonna kickstart this. This is good. Oh no, it's not. I can't afford that. Wait, have I got to pay $300? How does Kickstart work? Like, what do I pay? How much do I have to pay? Does anyone know? I don't know how it works. I know you pay some money, but is it like Patreon where there's like tiers? Can I, can I do one pound? Uh, You pay all the money, right? Uh, Too much. Only question is, um, if I scan the games workshop train and tweak some shit, my lunch hour too, honestly. (laughs) It's like five quid, is it? Uh, Depends what you want. 300 and the merchant license. Read the tier descriptions. Okay, where is the tier descriptions though? Yes, okay. Pledge 20 Australian dollars and I'll receive the Zilfren Lighthouse STL kit and the Lighthouse add-on stretch Goal if it's unlocked. Okay, nice. All right, Uh, $60. I get all 12 zilf and skyhold printable model kits okay and then uh the 300 dollars is the merchant one okay and that is about 158 pounds 15 people have backed this it's pretty cool uh, so 15 people want to be able to print it and sell it i love that that's good again shout out to my etsy bros who do that uh so loads of people on etsy are all about this uh which is pretty fun so if you don't have a 3d printer at your home you're like oh it's so, it sucks so much i can't get that stuff you just go on etsy someone will 3d print it for you there you go job done yeah can't complain anymore you're all good um uh what is the bed size on your ender? It's 240 by 240 or 220 by 220 i think it's 240 by 240. um uh, what if you have a 3d printer but it's a piece of shit that doesn't work then you also then you own a 3d printer um and that's how it works uh so basically okay so nice so uh, i if i pay 60 australian dollars which is 32 pounds in english i'll get all the designs to print for myself at home my home just happens to be a gaming venue okay um it doesn't it doesn't look like it's pop up or made of paper uh which is pretty cool i mean i don't know if it would be super functional for like i wouldn't mind seeing the pieces individually like I think the cinematic shots are really nice. Is there a picture somewhere else of like all the bits? Uh, I love the I love the fucking boxes, man. <laughs> They're cute as shit. All right, nice. So that's the lighthouse. Okay, <gasps> on a rod. Oh, I'm so into this. This would be so fucking cool for a board. Look how good that would be. Um, uh, having a lot of fun printing. Uh, managed to finish. Uh, the yeah, winner Dave the dwarven brewery you could do the printable scenery kits which they have a dwarven set if you haven't been on printablescenery.com they have like a dwarven like beer house pub 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 is the word uh, uh and like a forge and, and some houses and stuff so you could mix that in with this they don't quite have the same aesthetic this is much better in my opinion this is much better than the printable scenery stuff there's some really lovely detail on this like really lovely detail like it's really nice like i really like this do the board do the board
3: ah <sighs> it's a lot of money i don't have right now so like how much is it wait how much do i gotta pay 32 pounds
1: okay anyway like okay so we got the the lighthouse uh uh
0: i think this could be useful to use on ko ships uh quick everyone shut up right so like uh, i like the lighthouse because then you can just do them with little rods i mean s- would it be annoying for gameplay because you'd have like has anyone played on like a floating city board uh anyway basically you sell one and you make the money back right no no you're not allowed. i'm not allowed to sell it you're only allowed to sell it if you pay 300 us oh, sorry australian dollars so 158 pounds so you have to back the merchant tier um Uh, in order to be able to sell it and i wouldn't do that because i think that's a piss take personally personally i think it's a piss take um right so i wouldn't do that uh like the uh scale comparison (gasps) look at those dwarves okay so wait what is this this is the lighthouse dude the lighthouse is big look at the dwarves on it look at the dwarves on it um like like look at the dwarves on it That's pretty cute (gasps) okay all right looks good looks good so that's the lighthouse okay lighthouse is pretty rad okay let's look at the next bit the magnate's manor. okay so some ground pieces so you could do a couple of ground pieces right which would be really cute right that would be really good uh dwarves are known to be quite small though yeah but they're on like they're not on a 25 mil base right are they yeah dwarves are small i guess but like a regular 28 mil model is gonna come up. I think you can, what I'm talking about is the fact that they've got three minis on the edge. That's quite a lot, that's quite a lot of space, man. Like, uh, you could Nurgle fire up, that would be good. Um, uh, then you've got some nice, like, I like these. I like the, uh, the ground pieces, the Magnate's Mana. That's really cool. I love that, I'm vibing on that, that's fun. So you've got some like, yeah, they are big, look they are big that's a lot of minis to be putting on like base size they're probably 25 mil bases basically um, is what they are
1: uh, so this uh, they're small but
0: grandiose ah oh it's got oh no it's got textured insides I hate that it takes so much longer to print it's massive though it's fucking rad look at that that's really good that's really cool by the way first time I've obviously seeing this yeah thick thick and chunky again we talked about this earlier on the show Age of Sigmar Terrain not fit for purpose produced by Games Workshop Like, you, let's say you did two of those for a board and then you did two uh, of the lighthouses you're already making a fucking sick board like like that's going to look wicked um, can you Shadow Sun yes uh, yes okay excellent I'll talk to you later um, designed for FDM printing the merchant house <gasps> A merchant house would like to buy with all of the. Fuck it, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's do a KO board. It's really good. Sky platform's a bit like. Whatever.
1: It's cool though. Imagine you put your KO board on it. Like. That's
0: cool. What is this? What is this? What is this? Designed for FDM printing, each platform can raise above. Um. And if you want to have the entire platform floating in midair it's got little clips you can put modular though Oh, oh oh that's good okay that's good all right the alchemic pipelines is also good connected and open lock clips that kind of works yeah that works um uh you can get aerial mats that makes it look like it's way up in the air yeah that's good all right, okay fuck it we're gonna we're gonna back it okay all right yeah this is gonna make a sick board when's it come out in March okay okay fine 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 uh, got no quick tip but the fast ways of assembling to have a big cube and subtract. all right okay um and then the pipelines i mean it's a little bit adeptus mechanicus stuff right like, like a little bit like from design cues like this bit makes you feel it but i think ultimately also the ko stuff is a little bit like that as well right like they've got like i love the rounded bit like the huge ko nods huge ko nods like it's obviously just a ko board right but like what games Workshop gonna like i try and ip protect fucking domes uh thanks Stigby, for donating five pounds uh thanks for helping trying to get the uh get this this is great thank you stigby big love to you Works for forty k too. No, doesn't block line of satellite like for. Actually, I love the cargo. The cargo I'm all about. I want to print loads of the cargo. That would be great. Thanks, King Callaghan, for donating twelve quid. Uh, that's great. Thank you. All right, we're definitely going to get it now because that's seventeen pounds. Uh, the Cloud Boys. These are great gaming aids. Shut up, gaming aids. A little objective thing, and then also uh some tokens yeah oh they've unlocked what's this stretch goal lighthouse ground base oh that's nice um i want the cloud boys to use on non-models this is getting better and better yeah this is good this is good like stretch goal silver hills no no you get zero points from me for a hill i can make a hill 3d designers i don't ever want a hill um i want one of the combat gauges yeah, I want one of the combat gauges. Look at the combat gauge. Um. Like, but imagine clouds around those hills. Yeah, but you could just make hills yourself. You should never three D design a hill. Like, you should just not do that. Um. And then what's this? They've unlocked. What's this? A double sky platform expansion. Ooh, what have we unlocked? Uh, mine. Oh, you had me. Shut up. Is there a mine? you could definitely put the mine on the board oh my god yes that would be wicked i do recognize that a mine is just a hill with a door in it so don't at me based on the fact i just did not like the hill right um so don't at me i don't want to hear about it a mine they call it a mine uh <laughs> no nah, look it's got a chimney too it's right it's rocks with a chimney okay oh my god amazing uh the dwarven version and the gas lamp version. Oh. Stretch goal gas lamp variants. Stretch goal a cargo barge. Hello. Hello, a cargo barge. Uh, but hear me out. What if the inside of the hill was hollow with mine details? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the KO right is selling the merchant rights. Do you know what? I might, I might try and get the merchant's rights. It's a lot, but how much is it? A hundred and. 58 and then we could sell this on the terrain plus this could be a terrain plus thing
1: oh what there's
0: more steam tavern yeah all right okay i'm gonna save up how long till i can how is there like a timeline on it okay i'm gonna pay for the merchant here and then i'll sell it what do you think would you guys want to buy it uh uh, one license left, Rob. No, thank you, Sapir, for donating five. Wait, there's only one left. Oh, no. Balls. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll try to do it at the end of the stream if no one else has, like, sniped it before me. I haven't got a hundred... I don't know. I, I'm sorry that I don't live a life where I just have 158 pounds available for me. Yeah? Let's feel the FOMO. Oh, no! It's a FOMO box. I've been done on the FOMO oh um anyway it doesn't matter like maybe i'll try and get it like if i can get it at the end of the day i'll get the end of the day it doesn't matter but either way like what an incredible set of terrain i love the stretch goals uh the alchemic mining drill but you can like i'm a huge fan of the tavern the tavern's got me right um like reject fomo uh don't get it i'm gonna get it i think that it's super viable you can build an agency mob board out of this Like I think that that's super worth doing. A KO themed, like that would be great for the arena. Like uh, 158 pounds wouldn't even get you some MDF terrain. It would get you terrible terrain from Games Workshop for 158 pounds. But for 158 pounds, I could get all of the designs and resell it, or for 32 pounds, I can just get the designs and make my own board. So if I can't afford the 158 pounds, I won't get it. But 32 pounds is fucking mega reasonable, mega reasonable to get that and be able to print it for myself, right? Uh, uh, I meant not get the merchant here, yeah. This is the uh, best AOS scenery I've seen. Uh, you don't pay till it finishes. Oh, what? Uh, you'll be one of the few individuals who can sell this. All right, yeah, yeah, all right, anyway. Like, but either way, fantastic KO terrain available from here. If you are watching back as a YouTube video, um, uh, I would encourage you to go and find yourself uh, cool terrain for your different boards to theme with your army um and there you go uh thanks for tuning in i hope you guys have enjoyed it i'll include a link in the show notes below uh thanks for listening and we will see you guys soon um uh, how much you charge for a printed board uh the 40k boards i'm selling for 260 but uh this board it would really depend on how much so one of the reasons i bitched a minute ago um was if we look at the inside of one of these pieces let me just talk about it for a moment uh where is the inside of the big building so you guys can see one sec uh so actually the it's nice that the inside is modular for this building that you can see on the left hand side that it's modular thanks tristan for donating ninety. you cutie um uh, just backed it in the 61 says volson riot uh, why don't you just sub kickstart <laughs> uh your child all right it all right i'll i'll pay for it all right i'll get the merchant one
3: okay uh how much you have to pay doesn't it just tell you no not that much money okay uh um does shipping us work um uh
0: uh, with these donations definitely a syndicate buy that's true <gasps> we're a syndicate oh i've got to make an account i've got to do loads of shit. okay I'm, i'll do in a minute i'll do in a minute the point i was trying to the point i was trying to get at the point i was trying to get at is that
3: uh oh come on give me the fucking it never wants me to go back now it hates me just give me the project right this yeah this thing
0: Uh, campaign right okay the thing about the insides that i was trying to get at the thing i was trying to get out with the insides and this is great tristan by the way is when the the design on the inside so there's actual texture on the inside it costs lots more to print and also it takes longer so the main issue okay so if you can see the on the right can you see that image i'll try and make it a little bit bigger for you guys no it's not going to make a difference i don't think um So the texture on the inside, while it's really pretty, um, isn't really functional for wargaming or it's not really necessary for wargaming. That's really important. If I was the designers or if the designers were listening, I would advise them to produce a set where there was no texture inside because what you're actually doing is you're taking longer on the printer. Your main issue you have with a printer is the time it takes to print. Like it takes X number of time. So if you could get a non-textured inside, it would print much faster, which is the most important thing, right? Which would be the the uh the feedback that i would give uh i have stopped doing something to get my phone to explain this to ron thanks tom whitbrook i appreciate it um uh, can you not just print screens and directly to your 3d printer (laughs) i mean it's good though right like can you zoom in and a certain extent now uh to certain extent now ai is wild yeah like the the point is is that yeah the texture in texture inside i would message them potentially and just say hey is there a version for a non-textured inside right i think this kickstart for me sure homie no problem Uh, i was super surprised how long prints took to be honest i'm still uh still not comfortable doing stuff overnight that's super fair um it's only the outside that counts rob correct that is correct uh uh why is time a factor is it a high running cost well there's two reasons times a factor thanks for asking so running cost the longer you run it for the more electricity it costs to produce the piece which is one of the inherent costs of producing the piece but also uh just for production time as an example these look fairly large so my assumption would be that they'll be in several pieces um and so like a piece like that depending on what detail you printed out like layer height um could take a printer um let's i'm gonna guess uh one two three four five six seven eight eight days right um potentially right Uh, could take it wait and you like if you could shave a day off that maybe two days off that you'd be really happy right so you're you're shaving off that amount of expenditure and electricity and you're also shaving off that amount of time in order to produce the next piece basically right um and that's good because you want to do a board of terrain It's they're great centerpieces um but uh do it if you back a vendor backer they would take the suggestion in easily implement okay i think i will back back the vendor one actually because i think i would like to produce these like i think that these would be great to do as terrain for the channel and the show um uh eight days uh thanks tristan thanks Tristan for uh, the suggestion uh, excellent suggestion in the suggestion box today uh, this is really good um and so good this is what I mean about games workshop have lost. like uh, okay all right have I said this on the show yet all right like final point final point like to end the show um is games workshop have lost
1: the production matter
3: have I said this yesterday
1: all right
0: um they've they've lost they've lost they've lost miniature design and miniature and also production but they just don't know that they've lost right and like and this came to fruition on friday with uh mini wargaming's kickstarter in my head okay now i'm ready to be wrong of course right but in my opinion they've lost right right they've absolutely lost and my reason that I say that is, doesn't mean the company's gonna fail. Doesn't mean it's the end of the company. I don't mean any of those things, right? What I mean is that they've lost. This is £158 or whatever I'm gonna spend, not including a printer and also PLA, that they're never getting on my money, right? And yeah, sure, I'm in a unique position. Sure, I've got a gaming venue. Sure, I've got some 3D printers. Sure, I'm in a unique position, right? but there's someone on Etsy who's gonna sell you this piece of KO terrain for whatever fucking, I'm gonna sell you the board of terrain for like 250 quid. So if you have KO and you love KO, you're gonna be able to buy a KO board of me for 250 quid. You won't be able to buy a KO board off Games Workshop for any money, right? Because they don't produce one, right? So that's how they've lost in production. They've just lost production, right? They also can't fucking own, um, a dwarf in the sky. You can't own that. You can't own dwarfs. Dwarfs exist everywhere, right? You can't own it. Um, right. So now, for purchasing as a customer, you can look. You're like, okay, I want to make a terrain board at home for my army. Go are on Games Workshop web store, and you're like, oh, that's okay. And then you're like, I can buy a Ko board. I'm in, right? Like, I'll do that because I have Ko, right? Like, or I can do just a Dispossessed board because there's there's dwarf kits out there. I'm going to do that. I can do like a mushroom board because there's like loads of mushroom STLs out there. I'm going to do that. Right? You've got so many fucking options. Right? I thought the badness of mini wargaming minis was good ad for Games Workshop, but that is just me, I guess. The badness of mini wargaming minis. Do you think the design, you don't like the design? um I honestly think that every household will own a 3D printer eventually. I think so, Garu Games, or I think at least there'll be 3D printing hubs or. There'll be people who produce stuff, right? Like I'm not maybe it's the NFT of like fucking wargaming and like and I'm just so deep in it, I don't really get it, but it feels pretty fucking easy, man. Like it feels really, really effective uh to play tabletop games with. Um maybe I'm just like maybe I'm just maybe I'm just like smoking my own like product, but I like they are gonna constantly lose money in the future because there are other options, right? That doesn't mean they're not gonna make money when they produce an option, but now there's a KO board as an option which they don't get to make money from, right? Um, uh, You can print with the phone apps now. Uh, I didn't know that off topic, but wanted to mention billion dollar cloud farm dropped their greatest vid yet before the end of the show. Who, for sure? Looking for goblins around my neighborhood.
3: <laughs> what? Is it Warhammer? <laughs> oh yeah. Alright, let's watch this. Let's watch this. This is the guy
0: who does he did the orc video before, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the crazy orc guy. Alright, I'm fucking in. Uh, what's the KO link? There you go, there you go in the chat. Um Crazy Kitbash God, hundred percent. All right, let's what let's finish the show on this because this is fucking good. This dude is this dude is wild. All right, let's do it. This is fucking hype. I'm hyped for this guy because he's mental.
5: I say we're gonna be uh, wandering around looking for goblins around my neighborhood.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. All right, okay. (laughs)
0: This is an amazing... He is fucking high as shit.
5: Uh. (laughs) Uh. Uh. First started finding goblins about uh, two weeks ago. I just can't get enough of them so far. I've been thinking about them. All day. Uh, I have a hard time thinking about anything else, honestly. Never felt like this before. I can show you some of the goblins I found. Here's one of my favorite goblins. (laughs) What the
3: fuck is this?
5: He has a little bow and arrow, uh, and he came with grass and leaves. This is another one of my favorite goblins I found. Um, I like this one because holding two guns. Those are just a few of the goblins I've discovered so far. Uh, I have quite a collection now. This is the kind of spot where you might expect to see one. Uh, Typically, if you go further back like here, they're pretty well tucked away. I bet if we dig around enough, um, yep. That's a goblin, alright. <laughs> this one has a wand and he looks very old. They call him Musker.
0: What yeah. am I watching? You're watching someone who's stoned as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Musker. <laughs> this goes on for 12 minutes. This is 12 minutes.
5: Else finds
3: in this <sighs> here, here. There's,
5: there's a man behind me back there. Uh, He's probably uh, looking for goblins, too. I don't don't know if that's a real dog or... uh. The only problem with the goblins I've noticed so far is that they tend to give me a rash. uh, My arm's been itching. There's been a a lot of uh, hives. Oh, this looks like the kind of place a goblin could be. (laughs) There could be a goblin back here. Make sure there's no one else before we turn. Do you guys have a lot of goblins in your own neighborhood? Or do you typically have to go elsewhere to find them? I even had to uh, try searching anywhere else. yet. This is the first place I found a goblin. I've just been looking since, but I don't know how common it is. I haven't needed to search elsewhere yet. i been very content doing goblin findings here. (sighs) Here, yeah, let's try it on this way. That looks like a goblin bush if I've ever seen one before. There's gotta be
3: a good one.
0: Oh my god, we're only two and a half minutes in how is this 12 and a half minutes long like like what is happening this is like there's 10 more minutes there okay
5: here we go gotta be quick with the flash to make sure nobody else comes by All right. <sighs>
3: What's this? Um,
5: There's this box, it has a seal on it. Doesn't look explicitly goblin related, but uh, I feel, it sounds like there could be a goblin inside. I'm gonna take this back to open it and make sure no one else catches us.
0: is gonna be in there. Oh, so look at this boy's up look at this boy apartment.
5: Like, what is going on here? The goblins. This You've awakened the goblins, Pa. Choose your next move <laughs> wisely. What? what the fuck? Come on! There's there's nothing in here. This sucks. I thought there'd be goblins inside. Well, shit. All right, sounded kind of bad. I'm just gonna make sure the doors are yeah, doors locked. Well, I don't want to have a goblin curse. Uh, I'm excited I should choose my next move wisely. I don't know what that would be. Um, I think a good next move would be to. Immediately go to bed, so nothing scary happens to me in the middle of the night. Yeah, let's just immediately go to bed. I don't even want to brush my teeth. Let's just not turn off the bathroom light and just go to bed. I think this is the the good move. I think that's what the box meant. Fuck! Just put a bunch of water over the floor. Shit. Uh. (laughs) What is happening? i think i've
3: got one on the
0: other side of the bed yeah let me just i'll just go Uh, i'm so confused is there something moving around this is absolutely wild (laughs) Jump scare incoming for those of a disposition.
5: Time for bed. I just can't stop thinking. I can't stop thinking about (laughs) goblins.
0: I'm gonna clip that. I gotta clip that as an audio source. On
5: my mind. For a long time now. I've been thinking about goblins. It's been hard to sleep.
0: Don't do it. Don't jump scare me with a goblin. Don't do it. Goblin. What if Nathan just turns up in this video?
5: So I went back to check the box this morning. Guess what? Maybe I missed something in the- it? sounds like there could be a goblin. Sounds like goblins Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's holding a little bomb. I don't know. Cool. I don't know what that means. This is really exciting though. I thought, thought there weren't any. Three goblin. I won't complain. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Uh yeah. Come back and then my eye hurts Fuck. <laughs> Ow.
0: Shit. What has happened? I'm so
3: tense. We've still got
0: five minutes left, Lance. There's five minutes left of this video. <laughs> uh,
5: sorry, one sec. There's a uh, there's a little bit of blood. I don't wanna clean up in my hand. Oh. Hey everyone. Uh, I'm feeling a little out of it.
3: <laughs> I'm
5: Uh, but um. I uh I want to give you a little update. Uh, uh yeah. I I checked the box again and it was um
0: if he becomes a goblin, is um, so another goblin. If he uh, if he ends up green at the end of this, I'm going to lose the weird my thing fucking is, I mind.
5: found the box outside my door. Um, uh, I don't remember leaving it out there yesterday. Um, uh, it has a ring security camera, uh, I was gonna check that just to see. I, I think I might just take another nap though, I'm still feeling pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's just time for bed for now. Thank you. uh i reopened the box today and i found two more goblins carrying a little treasure chest this one's wearing a napoleon hat bad news is that <laughs> i look like this right now. i feel a little sick uh, it could be because the box is cursed. Uh, who's to say but uh yeah i'm just going to try and take it really easy for, uh, for the rest of the day i call off of also i checked uh, my ring security footage and it looks like uh there's a man outside my door for most of the night don't know what's up with that a lot of weird things happening getting pretty scary (laughs) um maybe get some grubhub and uh hope uh hope things get better soon is it i've never been cursed before i don't know if this is a curse yet i'm gonna give it some time just to see how I feel, and if my symptoms get better. Uh, I've never had COVID before, I don't know. I looked on WebMD and this did not say, it didn't say this was a symptom, but I've I've heard it can vary a lot from person to person. But yeah, we'll just uh, just keep on trucking on. I I love how he's like,
0: is this a COVID symptom? Becoming a goblin.
5: Um, How's your day going? Oh, no. oh, God, Freddy,
3: go. See. Get
0: Is that an all in the clear? I am it's very hard to make me say nothing and i am um... is there a jump scare coming
2: uh hi my name is trent um today i am looking for goblins around my neighborhood <laughs> <laughs>
0: The best shit I've ever seen. That's I'm sending this to like eight hundred thousand people.
1: Like it, uh, uh, like
0: a uh, best video ever. I'm gonna write on that. Let's do that. Let's immediately tweet about it. Like, or should we not tweet about it? And should we just make Nathan watch it? Like, I'll get him in the booth and I'll make him watch it. Uh, A plus ending with that cliffhanger, like. Okay, I was skeptical, but now I'm sold. Yeah, shout out to Tyler. Like, this is, uh, this is weird on, like, a 1,000 levels. <sighs> uh <laughs> Don't tweet about it. Open a carbon box and stream when Nathan's here. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, but I wanted people to watch it because this is good. This is the best stuff I've ever seen. uh, Yeah. Alright, I won't I won't mention it to Nathan. This plus War this is this Warhammer Plus content going from strength to strength. This should be good Warhammer Plus content. I'd watch that, episode two, yes. Uh wow. Uh unbelievable stuff. Uh down <laughs> back. This is insane. This is insane stuff.
1: Um I
0: just uh this is I'm just gonna put this is insane. That's what I'm gonna write as. Uh like that's the tweet. Um, we all shared something very emotional together. Like people aren't gonna understand because other people aren't going to watch through twelve and a half minutes of that, I think, ever. Uh I think I think we've got a unique perspective on creating goblins forever now. Um, you are not here. I know. Now I want to put now all I want to do is put, uh, why trash Warhammer? What's this you've sent me? I'm not watching this. I'm not watching some weird, like I'm only watching weird stuff because it's Warhammer related, not whatever this weird fucking. I'm so uncomfortable. with What you've sent me? What is that? Stop it! <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I was there. Is this how Nathan has so many spider riders? I kind of want. I kind of want us to start all just randomly sending videos to each other on Twitter. Just being like, "Yeah, so uh, I just thought I'd go around and look for some uh, some goblins. I think that's how goblins are found now. I'm never going to explain how has that got five million views. Oh, what the link in the chat? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's bonkers. Um, uh, link the goblin video. Yeah, uh, have Nathan turn into a spider. It's it's perfect. It's a perfect video. I want it to have more views. It's super weird. Um, like, do we have a Warhammer Absurdist now? Is that what we've got in the community? Like we've got Age of Something, he makes like great Warhammer joke stuff, like, but also like valuable content. Like now we've got a Warhammer Absurdist. Like Age of Something also made the, the painting video, don't forget, which was also pretty funny. Um, so, uh, wait, or did, did he make it? No, yeah, he made it, yeah. Uh, my content is entirely serious, I apologize i apologize um i'd watch nathan hunt goblins as a show okay all right i'm gonna do it let's see if he'll do it with us let me message him one second uh nathan uh hi yeah nathan uh i was wondering if you wanted to go out one evening this week uh looking for goblins around the city please uh let me know so we'll see if he's up for it and if he's up for it we will well, we'll record it, um, which is all I'm going to say. Uh, he's probably doing it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. All right. So that'll be... The thing is, is I'll secretly put goblins all around the city. I'll go find a bunch of goblins, put them all around the city, and then he'll be like, this is weird, right? Uh, can't be weirder than Girls' loud on most Haunted, It's true. Um, we have to do it at night, though, so... I mean there's something to happen there's something to be said about that. Uh <laughs> anyway. Uh that's it for the day. Um thanks chat for a great day. It took me to places I wasn't expecting. Like always. Uh which is um of course you have to do Night Goblins are nocturnal. Yes, that's true. Uh this is the shit the thugs don't get, I agree. Uh can't be that hard to find cobbins in the uk no that's true um uh, <laughs> well done i in your basis. oh oh no okay anyway i'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m uh with uh with um uh the stats we're doing the stats tomorrow Uh, We're doing the stats tomorrow for Age of Sigmar events. Normalcy. Tomorrow, we return to normalcy. Tomorrow, none of this. None of this sky fucking STLs or goblin hunts. None of that. Normalcy. Tomorrow, none of this. None of this. It was a terrible idea uh, to do this as a show every day. So uh rob play us out with the intro all right i will listen uh it's been great seeing you all i'll see you all tomorrow uh loads of love and uh thanks for tuning in thanks for the donations to help me get the ko thing that was very kind that's very kind uh i'll see you guys tomorrow thanks very much and bye oh wait, it didn't work oh it did work Hold- My name's rob honest wargamer rob for two years i was with games workshop now let's just say i've transferred to another show <laughs>